and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching abl live thank y'all for joining we got a whole lot going on tonight you already know <laughs> the election is still going on it's not over yet it could be over soon it could be over tonight it could be over next week next month who knows as it looks right now biden is up and trump is behind but trump could win biden could win we'll talk about that tonight we'll talk about the alleged cases of election fraud some some ballots being burnt up ballots being hidden ballots being found all of a sudden illegal stuff happening inside the polls we'll talk about that um and shout out to beverly and betty she actually got attacked she got stabbed up by some alleged blm people out there in dc i think her at me and i think some of the proud boys got hit up not really sure how it unfolded or what happened but she's okay she's in the hospital and they'll make a full recovery but this is the kind of violence that they engage in over on the left for what reason who knows just because they're violent individuals but you know what that's what we don't do over here on the right we don't engage in the violence we don't engage in the nonsense we just do what we got to do but this election there's a whole lot to it there's a lot that we got to get into a lot that we got to talk about and we're going to get into it. So y'all just hang tight. Get something nice and cold to drink and good to eat. We're going to be here for a while. And tonight, unlike last night, I'm going to take callers a little bit later. So y'all hang on in there. And thank y'all for being here on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And again, thank y'all for joining. We got a whole lot going on. We got a packed house more than normal because of the circumstances. We already got about 6,500 in the building. And I just hit um, stream two minutes ago. So I thank y'all for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. If you enjoy the show, if you like the content, please give the video a thumbs up. Share the, share the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you were here last night during the stream, I thank you for being here. Uh, it was a crazy stream. I think that we've witnessed history. Um Maybe the history may not be what we want. Maybe it will be, but we most certainly witness history. An election like none other I've ever seen before in my life. A, a totally different election. I've never seen so much confusion. I've never seen, you know, an election. And I've been watching elections for a long time. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I used to watch the elections, not even really knowing about politics. I would just be interested to see who's going to win. And I watched, stay up all night. And I've never seen an election that ended without somebody actually winning. I think back in, what was that, 2000 or 2004? Remember the whole thing with Florida and what was that, Al Gore? I think they called the race, but then they had to go recount and all of that. I remember that. And there was not a, there, there was not a victor named for like a month after the election was over with. But I think they still were able to declare somebody at the end of the night but this one, they've not declared anybody. You got all kind of stuff happening. You got votes being found. I saw one particular thing in Michigan where at one point during the update of the votes, they found like 128,000 votes, all for Joe Biden. None of the other tallies updated except for Joe Biden. It's like, how is that happening? Now, of course, it updated since then. But what's up with that 128,000 bump? Where did that come from? But they just hiding in the cut. Like, it's some funny business going on. Fox News, oh my goodness, Fox News. Man, oh man, they, they called Arizona. And I think people were still in the line when they called Arizona. Why would you call for Arizona 
while people are still in the line to vote. That's discouraging. If you're out there and you're voting for Donald Trump and then somebody tells you, hey, they call Arizona for Joe Biden, you might, you might as well just go ahead and go home. You're out there late. There's no reason for you to really be there if they've already called the race for someone else. You might as well just go ahead and go home. So that's going to be an issue for Fox News to call Arizona. Arizona could go for Joe Biden, maybe, but there's no purpose in calling it early like that. Call it when it's appropriate to call it. Um, but as it stands right now, I don't really know who's going to win. It's leaning towards Biden. I'm not going to lie to you, but it could be Trump. Now, I think I need to pull up a map. And thank you all again. If you were here last night, I was really, really into those maps. And I think that was a uh, part of what helped me to understand what's going on. And for you guys as well. So matter of fact, hold on. Let's get my camera back up. There we go. So let me just pull this map over here. There we go. Okay, this this is an unofficial map. This is just for illustration purposes. This is not the actual map, so don't nobody get excited. This is not the actual map. I'm going to just, I can interact with this map. And thank you to my man who sent me this on Twitter. I appreciate you, boss. This is just going to be for our purposes, all right? Now, Biden is currently winning. I think he's pretty much already called the left coast. Nevada, not so much. That's go. That's going to be a toss up. So anything that's like a brown color, that'd be a toss up, right? Nevada is still a toss up. Arizona is still a toss up. New Mexico, that's safe for Biden. Colorado, safe for Biden. Uh, Virginia, safe for Biden. As well as what's that? New Hampshire, safe for Biden. And Maine. Maine is weird because I think Maine and Nebraska, these are states that have districts that can split their elector vote. So you can have one or two votes from Maine go to Trump and the same thing in Nebraska. It's kind of weird. They only have like three to four electoral votes each and they could kind of split that. So I think in Maine, let's go ahead and make one of these go for Trump. And in Nebraska, let's make the other one go for Biden. So it's solid and we know what's going on. All right. And Texas, of course, that's safe for Trump. South Carolina, safe for Trump. Missouri, Indiana, Kansas, Utah, Montana, all safe for Trump. Iowa, I think that's safe for Trump right now. And Minnesota, safe for Trump. Florida, of course, safe for Trump. Georgia, I think Georgia, North Carolina, they're both kind of in flux right now. But I think they're both safe for Trump. All right. So what does that put us right now? That puts us at 230 for Trump and 253 for Joe Biden. Now. Oh, also Ohio. I almost forgot about Ohio. That's safe for Trump. They already called Ohio. Now, Wisconsin and Michigan are leaning towards Biden. Pennsylvania leaning towards Trump. So let's just make that a leans. And Nevada and Arizona leaning towards Joe Biden. Now, hold on. If Joe Biden gets Wisconsin and Michigan and Nevada and Arizona is over, that right there gets him 270. So if he gets these right here, it's over with. Even if we get Pennsylvania, all right, I think, I think we pretty much, we can go ahead and call Pennsylvania for us. That's 268 if we get Pennsylvania without Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, or Arizona. 
if we get everywhere where we're leading right now, we still need one of the other states that are still in contention. We need Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, or Michigan. That's what we need right now to be able to get over 270. I think the biggest chance will be either Nevada or Michigan. If we get Nevada, it's 274, it's over with. If we get Michigan, hold on, let's go ahead and change that back. If we get Michigan, that's 284, it's over with. If we get Nevada, Michigan, or like we can get we can get Arizona as well. We can get Arizona again. It's right over the top. All we need is one of these four places. All right. All we need is Wisconsin, Michigan, um, or Arizona or Nevada. One, one of those four states and we get to go. And, oh, I almost forgot about Alaska. Thank you. But I think Alaska's already been counted. Okay. Yeah, so Alaska, that's three more votes. But it still puts us at the same situation. We got to have one of the other four states that are just kind of in contention. We got to have Wisconsin, Michigan, Wisconsin or Michigan or Nevada or Arizona. One of those four states and we got it. If we don't get it, then we're done. And also, we need Pennsylvania. That's very important. I think we're going to get that because we're up a lot, even though they're going to count uh, more votes out of Philly and Pittsburgh, the urban inner city areas. I think we'll be able to get enough of the vote in those places to be able to overtake it. So um, let's say we lose Pennsylvania, right? Let's say that goes to the other side. All right. Now, that puts Joe Biden at 290 if he gets those other places. So in that scenario, we need to have a lot. We need to have Michigan and Wisconsin. Okay. Or Michigan and Arizona. Either way, we need Michigan if we don't get Pennsylvania. But I think we'll get Pennsylvania and Nevada. That's my prediction. But it's not looking good. I'm not even going to lie to you. So what's the next step for us? Well, the next step for us is to fight it in court. That's just what it's going to come down to because Pennsylvania has so much ridiculousness going on, it's not even funny. I'm talking about a ton of just mischief, a ton of just nonsense happening over in Pennsylvania. Michigan, too. Michigan with those crazy votes that came in randomly. But Pennsylvania is what I saw the most. That, that was crazy. Did you guys see where um, they had these... Uh, these signs like these big basically uh sample ballots right on the door next to where you go into the actual place to vote um i think i put it on my twitter well i put it on my video i just did today and i may also have it on my twitter page this this is going to be either way even if trump loses tonight it's going to go to the lawyers that's a fact it's going to go to the court so to go to the lawyers and that's how we're going to end up deciding it Okay, maybe it goes our way, maybe it doesn't, but either way it goes, we're gonna definitely challenge it. Let me see if I can find that um particular video I'm looking for. Oh, also Michigan, this is something else. All right, so they had like these poll watchers out there in Michigan, and they were prevented from seeing what's happening inside of the place. They said they said they couldn't come in because they're beyond capacity, if I'm not mistaken, and then. They blocked them from being able to see what's happening. I'll put this video on the screen before you. 
And if you can't read the caption, or if you're just listening to audio only, it says, the scene at Detroit's absentee ballot counting center is growing more heated. The windows now being covered up. Allegations of violations. Secretary of State says she welcomes challenges. So, no sound on the video, but they're, they're putting up like, I don't know, big uh, poster board or something like that to block the windows. So, the people on the outside cannot see what's happening on the inside. This is crazy. Totally crazy. Um, this is in Detroit. This is going to be a serious issue for an extended period of time. Okay, and then a follow-up comment from the person, uh, this is from Matt Finn. He says, some of the windows remain blocked off. I asked a few people who taped them up and why. No clear answer. A few, po a few poll challengers, workers tell us that they feel there wasn't a fair number of Republicans and Democrats in this room. Secretary of State's office gave us this response. These are poll challengers who have a legal avenue to address any legitimate concerns regarding any rules they claim were not followed. This has been a bipartisan, open, and transparent process from the beginning, with a record number of Republican challengers observing it. The individuals who made these claims to you said they were challengers, which means they have the ability to bring any violation they thought had occurred to the election inspectors. We'll keep in touch the rest of the afternoon. So that's what Tracy from Director of Media Relations says. Secretary of State's office out there in, what's that, Wayne County and Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. So that's what's going on with Michigan. A lot of funny business happening. I also saw a video of a person burning ballots. Now, this could be a legitimate thing, could be illegitimate, but I'm going to go ahead and show it to you. This, is came, this came from Eric Trump's account. If I could find it, let me go ahead and just pull it up right quick. And again, I thank you all for being here. I definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. But yeah, we're definitely going to be fighting this for a while. I got quite a few things I need to show you guys. I, I've, I've discovered quite a few things here. So y'all just hang tight. All right, let me see if I can find that from Eric. Maybe he deleted it. I don't think he did, though, but maybe he did. Yeah, he may have deleted it. No, here it is. Oh, the person that posted it originally deleted it. Interesting. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, that's something else going on. Um, Trump's tweets, like anybody on the right, even if you post a screenshot of like a Trump tweet that Twitter does not see as legitimate, they're putting all kind of warnings and when you click on it, it's hard to actually get to. I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about big tech tonight because. Big tech were a tremendous part of this whole situation. Hold on. Let me go back to a poll I saw. And to speak about the whole thing with Eric Trump, there was somebody burning like 80 ballots for Trump. Maybe the video was fake. I don't know. But real Donald, I think it was Eric Trump that posted it. Now, here's the exit poll from 2020. This could be right. Could be wrong. I don't know. Now, um, it says support by Trump, support for Trump by race and gender. Edison exit poll, and this is comparing 2016 to 2020. The 2016 line is blue, and the 2020 is red. Now, the support from white men went down by five points, 62 to 57. The support for white women went up, 52 to 54. The support for black men went up from 13 to 17. The support for black women went up from four to eight. That's double. That's tremendous, if that's true. That's double. Yes, it's low numbers, but it's double from what it was in 2016 
for Orange Man Bad, right? Big thing. Latino men, 32 to 35. Latino women, 30, 25 to 28. And other, 31 to 36. So every um, non-white group, every group went up, including white women except for white men. Now, I don't know if that's, you know, an accurate poll or what's going on, but what's the explanation for that? I think maybe that you're going to have a lot of people that have become demoralized. You know, you keep getting told over and over again, you're the scum of the earth, you're to blame, you did it, it's your fault, you got to, you know, it's, it's the patriarchy, all this and that. And a lot of the young men that are growing up nowadays may be more moral, maybe more demoralized than their counterparts who grew up at a time before them. You understand? So imagine being 18, 19 years old and growing up your whole life thinking that you're the worst thing on the earth. You're, you're, just, you're scum, all this and that. You're being encouraged to take drugs and engage in just disgusting behavior. You might become demoralized. That might happen. But again, maybe the poll is wrong. Maybe it's right. I don't know. But it does tell an interesting tale of what's happening out there. Also, what I want to say is this. Um... Big Tech had a big influence in this election. Let's go and look at some of these tweets that have been censored. Everybody on the right has been censored. Facebook, before the election, purged pretty much every conservative off the platform. Either they deleted your page outright or they restricted your page. You couldn't really share, get any kind of engagement. They did that. And it was out in the open. It's so bad they had to go before Congress. Now, the, the Congress hearings are kind of a dog and pony show. But, I mean, the, the reality is that it was happening. And as soon as they did it to Trump one time, I was like, oh, there it goes. They're going to, when they when they tried it with Trump, when they, you know, put a little edit on his tweet, I'm like, okay, that's, that's the first thing. Then they're going to start outright deleting tweets and deleting accounts. And Facebook and all of them are going to do the same thing. So, here's an example of a tweet that had been kind of censored. Okay, now you see it right here. It's kind of hard to see because I got it just on the on the screen, but uh, I'll read it right quick. It says, "We have claimed for electoral vote for electoral vote purposes, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which won't allow legal observers, the state of Georgia, and the state of North Carolina, each one of which has a big Trump lead. Additionally, we hereby claim the state of Michigan, if in fact then it continues, and right up under that, before it continues, it has this little." Um, notice a blue exclamation mark with um, some words on the link. Blue words on the link. So you know that it's like an addendum to his tweet. It says, official sources may not have called the race when this was tweeted. And then the very next tweet is totally hidden. You have to view it to even see it. And this is the president of the USA. They're high in his tweets. And the the hidden notice says, some or all of the content shared in this tweet is disputed and might be misleading about an election or other civic process. So you got to click on it and then you get all kind of notices. Look at this. Do you see this? I mean, you got a notice on the top, on the bottom, everywhere. And in between what I just read, there's also another blue thing. It said, learn about U.S. 2020 election security efforts. And you can't even see the responses to this particular tweet. You can only see that tweet and that's it. But the tweet that was sitting, it says there was a large number of secretly dumped ballots, as has been widely reported. OK, and you can't even reply to it. You can only see quote tweets. Matter of fact, can I reply to this? You can't even you can't even reply 
to the tweet. So not only is the tweet hitting, you can't reply to it. And then it says, why can't you reply to this? We try to prevent a tweet like this that otherwise breaks the Twitter rules from reaching more people. So we have to save most of the ways to engage with it. If you want to talk about it, you can still retweet with a comment. So basically what they're saying is, look, we are lowering the engagement. We're lowering the reach of this tweet because we don't like it. That's what's going on. But do they do that to the other side? Surely the other side have said things that have broken the rules. I mean, surely that's happened. I don't think the other side has it happen to them. It's, it's pretty interesting. Let's go to uh, Joe Biden's Twitter account and see if he says anything that could be considered on the same level of uh, Trump's tweets. All right, let me see. Okay, we will win this. Is that is that fake? Is that false? I'm not really sure. I'm confident we will emerge victorious. Let me see. Here's one that's kind of interesting. Every vote must be counted. No one will take our democracy away from us. Not now, not ever. Maybe that's kind of questionable. Count every vote. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. There's no notices, nothing like that. It's all good. It's all good. That's pretty much how it works over there on the left. Okay. And you got people from all over the place on the left saying different things that could be kind of questionable, but they never have anything um, hidden or features disabled. They only do it to Trump. It, I mean, it's to the point where even Jack, the CEO of Twitter, came out and said that the whole thing with, um, what was that? Remember the New York Post story that had plenty of evidence? They said that they shouldn't have disabled sharing it. So even the CEO of Twitter says that what they're doing is wrong, but they're still going to do it regardless because they can do it and they can get away with it. What's the recourse? Where's the where's the penalty? Twitter, they got lawyers. They got everybody, too. So you want to go to court? That's fine. You want to come before some kind of hearing in front of Congress? That's fine. I've been trained by my lawyer and my PR specialist and my marketing guy on what to say, how to say it, the tone, the pitch and all this and that. The specific verbiage in which I got to repeat. They already know what to do. So what's the point in even going? They got this whole thing down to a science. So I think without Trump, if not for Trump being in the election, because people say, you know, if Trump would just tone down his rhetoric, if he'd be less bombastic, less this, less that. If he could have the same MAGA energy, but become cool and collected, he would just sweep the floor. <laughs> you, you're totally just missing all of this what's going on. If not for Trump being who he is. And being able to rally the troops behind him, rally us behind him, have organic Trump rallies and really being excited to go out there and vote. If not for that, then nobody would have a chance on a national level that's a conservative. Nobody. I mean, because the, the Democratic Party have the media behind them, all media, all mainstream media, even Fox News, unfortunately, to a certain extent, are behind the Democratic Party, especially now. Since you, you got Trump in a vulnerable situation to where he might lose, you got all the mainstream media. Then you have um, big tech. This is, I think, the first election where big tech is really taking the bull by the horns. They've been influencing other ones. They influenced 2016. But now it's a whole new level as programs become more advanced. AI becomes more advanced. 
They have better tools to be able to try and influence the election. They saw what they did in 2016, and they were able to identify their strengths and weaknesses. Okay, wasn't it some kind of vow they made back then to not let it happen again? Wasn't the CEO of Google crying, talking about, oh, Trump won, all this and that? Didn't they do that last time? So you think that they're not prepared this time to fight? So, again, Democratic Party, national level, you got the mainstream media, everybody. You know, 99% in the mainstream media, except for a select few people on Fox News, one channel. Then you got big tech. Then you got, you know, all these big, you know, multimillionaire guys that can just throw around money. It's an uphill battle. It's possible to defeat, but it's an uphill battle. And I think Trump being who he is, was, is the only guy that can really defeat it. But like I said, we still have um, a chance. It's not over yet. You know, the fat lady ain't saying yet, so it's not over. Like I said before, let me pull the map back up just so you guys can understand if who just now come in. Oh, and if you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. I'm going to bring the map back up just so we can see what's happening. All right. Now, let me just get myself out of the way. And let's do it this way. All right. No, I don't want that ad right there. Thank you very much. Let's make this a little bit bigger. And move over a little bit. There we go. Over a little bit more. Okay, so this is what I think could happen as far as the vote. It's what could happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. So I have it 274, 264 Trump. This is not an official map. This is not a complete map. So don't nobody get excited. This is not, I repeat, this is not the official map. This is just my map that's interactive that I'm just showing you guys for illustration purposes. I'm just showing you for, you know, this could happen. So I have it 274, 264 Biden. I have Biden winning Arizona. And hold on. I have Biden winning Arizona. I have Trump winning Alaska, um, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. That's more likely because he's already leading in those places. I have Biden winning Wisconsin and Michigan. Okay, that's pretty much where I got it. I think he will win both of those states. But I think Pennsylvania, even with Philly and Pittsburgh, will go to Trump. North Carolina and Georgia will go to Trump. Nevada, pardon me, Nevada was the only place where Trump was not leading. If I think it all come down to Nevada, honestly, if Trump loses Nevada, then it's over. I think Biden wins. Well, I know Biden wins. You know, in my scenario, Biden wins. But I think if Biden was able to secure Nevada tonight, then it might be over. Because if Biden wins Nevada then Trump must take either Wisconsin or Michigan, and they've both been called for Biden. So that's going to be hard. You could take Wisconsin or you could take Michigan. Either one will get you the victory if Biden takes Nevada. Arizona's still in the mix, too. Let me talk about Arizona right quick. Let's say um, Trump takes Arizona and loses Nevada wisconsin michigan he's able to win that way too so if trump can get arizona back which already been called for 
Biden, then he can win that way. Even if he loses Nevada, Wisconsin, and Michigan. But he still must win Georgia, North Carolina, because Georgia has 16 elector votes and Carolina has 15 elector votes. So that's very important. If he loses anywhere where he's leading, it's over. And he still must take a state where he's not leading. That's the scenario. If Biden wins everywhere where he's leading, he wins. Because right now he's leading in Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Michigan. If he takes those states, it's over. It doesn't even matter. Pennsylvania, none of that matters. You got to have one of those four states I mentioned. Nevada, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Michigan. But I'm confident that Biden will lose either Arizona and he'll lose that way, or Biden will lose Michigan and Trump will win that way. So that's where we're at right now. Like I said, it's not over with yet. It does not look good. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's not over with yet. Now, what's, what's going to be next? Now, if Trump wins, we got four more years. We can, you know, move forward. We can, you know, finish things we got started. We can talk about, you know, completing the wall. We could talk about maybe getting some more Supreme Court justices. We could talk about doing more first step at second step at. We could talk about getting the economy back on track. We could talk about doing some good things, having a strong uh, stock market. And just positive things that we have already been doing. We could talk about that, right? We could talk about having more respect in the world, not being involved in any more foreign wars. We can look forward to that if Trump wins four more years. Now, if Trump loses and Biden wins, this is what will happen. Um, first of all, the Supreme Court is good. Amy Coney Barrett, that was a great decision to go ahead and do that. See, the left were expecting Trump to lose or counting on if Trump lost then they would just stonewall him or try to stonewall him and say, oh, he's a lame duck. You can't put anybody in all this and that. Because if you guys don't know, maybe it's the first election. Um, if Trump loses, he's not out of the office until January 2021. I think it's what, January 20th or something like that? Right around then. It's almost February of 2021. So he would still have November, December and parts of January, three more months, about two and a half more months, really, in the Oval Office to get things done. All right. So that's pretty much where he'd be. Now, as far as um, what would happen under Joe, I think, like I said, we got the Supreme Court. We got, what, six to three? Or 5.5 to four, but anyway. Six to three, technically, in the Supreme Court, because now we got Amy Coney Barrett. Um, so you couldn't really do a lot with the Supreme Court if you are Joe Biden. Um, we got the Senate, or we probably would get the Senate once all the votes are tabulated. We'll keep the Senate, most likely, we don't have the House, but since we got the Senate, we can, you know, hold off some major things from going through. Uh, this whole, you know, Obamacare thing might not really go anywhere under um, a GOP-controlled Senate, okay? And I think that Joe Biden will be out of the Oval Office in a very short period of time. Somebody said, and this probably makes the most sense, somebody said, hey, we got Trump out and Joe Biden's next. You know, we got Trump out. Joe Biden's next, meaning they don't want I'm one of those. They want Kamala Harris. Now, Kamala Harris is a straight patsy, a stooge. She has she's not going to be governing at all. It would be AOC and the squad and people that are behind them. They're consultants, people like Tim Minette, who is Ilhan Omar's new husband, who she gives like 70 percent of her campaign money to. So that money's not going back to her at all. There's no money laundering happening there. But different story. I digress. 
she'll be controlled by the squad. Now, they're going to try to push through some LGBTQ, ABCDFG, elemental Q type things from the federal level. What they can get done, I'm not really sure. But they'll most certainly do things in local area, like what AOC did by running Amazon away. So that's going to happen. And I think they're going to try to get more radical leftists in government in general. The White House and everybody that the president can support, um, federal judges, that's going to be Anthony Fauci. If Trump is to win, which he still may, he'd be fired like today. Yeah, But since that won't be the case, maybe he'll stay on Anthony Fauci. Now, what does that mean as far as a virus? It can mean a couple of different things or all of the above. And I'll explain. Now, what can happen with Fauci is that he may end up um, trying to institute a national mask mandate. Now, the problem with a national mask mandate is that you got to enforce it. How are you going to enforce a national mask mandate? Huh? Because, I mean, what you're going to put, you're going to put federalities in the streets to enforce a mask mandate? I think not. You're going to have really big kickback from local government. Because remember, all the riots and stuff happening in Oregon. We'll talk about Oregon in a minute, too. All the riots in Oregon, Trump was like, hey, we got to bring the federalities out there to calm the riots down. But people like Ted Wheeler and the, the governor of Oregon, governor of, uh, of Seattle, not Seattle, the governor of Washington State, the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, they're saying, hey, we don't want the federalities out here. We don't want them. Stay away. We want to handle it on our own. And of course, Portland burned for hundreds of days. And that's fine because the local government must request the federalities help. So if you're going to have a national mask mandate, how are you going to enforce it? Because where I live, there's a mask mandate. But the police chief got on TV and said, hey, we're not going to enforce the mask mandate. We will not enforce it. If you call us to your business, we're not going to do anything to the guy or the girl that's not wearing the mask. So it is what it is. People kind of halfway wear a mask around here. Sometimes. Like they wear a mask sometimes. Sometimes they don't. I don't really wear a mask except for like going on an airplane or something like that. Where I got to wear a mask where I can't travel. Aside from that, I'm pretty much chilling. All right. I'd have been everywhere and I have no problems. I'm pretty much good to go. So how are you going to enforce that? They're going to try to push things through on a federal level that will not be able to be enforced. However, uh, the stock market and them taxes, my guy, did you see what the tax rate could be in New York City, New York State, New Jersey, California, 60 percent, 58 percent? I think there's going to be a mass exodus of Californians, but... I got to say this, I think Arizona, I'll get back to the virus in a minute because that's kind of all ties in. I think Arizona has a case of the China, I mean, the California virus. They got the California virus heavy. Now, it ain't the China virus that is this, this, you know, this thing that, you know, you coughing and sneezing. It ain't that. It's the California virus of the, the leftist ideals. People that leave California sometimes, not all, because you guys out there in California, you guys are great. You don't have any of these problems. But sometimes you get guys out there from California that flee and go to Arizona, Nevada, Texas, Mexico, maybe even as far as uh, like Virginia, Tennessee, Florida, maybe up north, Chicago. They leave and they don't understand why they're leaving. They just think, oh, man, we got high taxes and it's crazy and I can't really afford anything. They don't understand why that is. They don't understand the fact that their policies they vote for cause it to be this way. 
okay? A lot of Californians, they flee to Austin, Texas, and make that be a mini California with the same problems that are in California. People on drugs, out on the street, quote-unquote homeless, which ain't nothing but the dope thing. But anyway, I digress. You got all kind of junkies building tent cities, banging needles, all this and that. But only in Austin, but not San Antonio or Houston or Dallas. But it's because of the policies that they implement, the way that they kind of handle things and they live is the same way it was in California. All those things matter. So they're bringing the California virus. And I think that you may see a spread of the California virus and also the New York City virus down to other places. I don't want your bed bugs, Mr. Brooklyn, New York. Stay up there. Get the bed bugs tightened up before you come down here, okay? But I digress. The point is that people sometimes, not all the time, sometimes bring their ways of living with them from a different state. And when them taxes go up and you can't really buy a loaf of bread too, <laughs> too tough without paying a million dollars, I'm exaggerating, but you understand, you're going to have higher costs of goods and services and you're going to have less money in your pocket because of taxes. So you're going to have higher costs, less money. Your investments, 401k, your stock market, that'd be less because you're going to have higher everything. In stock market going to crash down a little bit, not all the way, but a little bit. It'll crash down a little bit. That's going to cause a serious problem, and it'll cause them to flee. Now, I live in a solidly red state. Solidly red. My county where I live has a decent-sized city, but it went like 50-50 for Biden and Trump. I love it. Love it. It's perfect. You know, it didn't, it's not like Fulton County, Georgia, 75%, 80% or whatever for Joe Biden, nothing like that. I live closer there so I can just skate out there when I need to, but I don't live right there. So it's all good. All right. I don't want any other California virus to come to my particular state, but that could happen across the country, especially in neighboring states, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, because of what is happening with Joe Biden's tax plan and whatnot. As far as healthcare, they want to do single payer. That's the whole thing. And single-payer healthcare, you're talking about socialized medicine, which is not quality medicine. How much, what, what kind of care can you get if you can't get private care or if private care is limited? You see, like, if you're going to pay top dollar for care, you're going to get top dollar services. But if what's only available to you is subsidized, Medicaid, can't really get paid, that's going to chop down doctors' pay and how much you, how much quality you get in your particular treatment. Now, I don't know about you, but I want the ability to, to be able to get the best treatment possible. I don't want to get this school lunch type treatment. I want to get good treatment. A lot of Canadians, they have not necessarily free health care, but more socialized medicine. And they come down here to get certain things done because they got waiting lists up there. In UK, they got death panels to a certain extent, allegedly. So you don't want that over here in the States. You want it to be the way it is. And what you need really to get healthcare back on track is to get government out of it. Same thing with education. Oh, they're against school choice, of course, uh, you know, Biden that is. So you're living in the bad school, living in the ghetto. Hey, man, so what? It is what it is. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I thought I voted for you. What can I, can I get a better school? Hey, all I said to you was if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. That's all I said. So. If, if your school got flying roaches and no books and that's fine, deal with it. You voted for me. So it is what it is. But I move on. Um, First step act. What's he going to do with that? Joe Biden is the one who wrote the crime bill to begin with. He's not apologetic for it. So why would he do anything with that? Put it on the shelf. 
if you pending to get from the penitentiary because of Donald Trump's rule, maybe you get out, maybe you won't. I really don't know under a Joe Biden. Um, I think overall, we got a, a pretty good structure in the country, good infrastructure. Something on my leg. We got a pretty good infrastructure anyway, so it's fine. That was a cord. I was on my leg tripping. It's fine, but I think that we're going to lose out on some things that we should have in the nation. All right. By having Joe Biden as a president. So I also think that Joe Biden will be a lame duck. Like I said, people are talking about we got Trump out. Joe Biden's next. I'm not saying Trump lost yet, but that's what people, people are saying that as far as having wishful thinking, they want to get Trump out and then have Joe Biden out next. So that'd be was, you know, the next thing. They want to put Kamala Harris in there. Like I said a little while ago, she won't be governing. Joe Biden nor Kamala Harris will be governing if they are to win. It'll be those that got them in there to begin with. It'll be big tech governing through the media. Because understand this, the media control a lot of what happens in America. They put out a particular narrative and you got to defend it. Or they, 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 the media sets the standard and the tone of the country. And then whoever's out there as a particular political candidate or if you're in office, you got to live up to it. If that is if you're on the left, basically, the left sets a narrative. And if you are a Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, you got to live up to it. So the media set a tone is reinforced by big tech. And if you are in the office, you got to live up to it. And also you got these big mega donors that also control some of the big tech and the mainstream media. That's kind of how it goes, in my humble opinion. Maybe I'm wrong about that. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. But the main thing about Trump that many of us like is that he's not a part of that whole thing. Even many on the right are part of that whole thing where they're controlled by those that got the purse strings. They're controlled by the media. They're controlled by big tech. They're controlled by this, controlled by that. They might as well have on a racing jacket, but every logo of who they're controlled by on it. you know. And that's why I hate some of these uh, Senate hearings. It's kind of a dog and pony show because it's like, what's the purpose we know that you're bought off by Google, by um, Alphabet or whatever company it is, by Facebook, by uh, ByteDance, by China. Oh, and China. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, have we forgotten about Hunter Biden and the laptop? Did we forget about that? Did we forget about how Biden is compromised by China and Ukraine and Russia and some Middle Eastern countries as well? Okay, you got all kind of deals and the Chinese spy master, all this and that. Did we forget about that? That ain't going nowhere. Understand this. China is a master of blackmail, too. They'll give you money and set you up. It's like, okay, we give you some money, get you a big deal. But, okay, guess what, man? You're the president now. It's time for a favor. So what I need you to do is I need you to go ahead and put an injunction on, um, matter of fact, reverse the ban on TikTok. Do that right now. You'll be putting spyware on your phone. So you can communicate straight to the People's Republic of China through TikTok. That's fine. But look, reverse that thing that Trump put on there so we can go ahead and do that. And we're going to feed you propaganda straight from the Chinese government on TikTok. That's already right there anywhere on your phone. They got hard propaganda and soft propaganda. You might propaganda that has like a, um, it might like a boba tea or something like that. With a person from China speaking in Mandarin a little bit. Gigi, Ni Hao, all this and that. That's soft propaganda then it might go all the way to where you get a full speech from a chinese person on tiktok you scrolling seeing dances and cheers and all whatnot and then all of a sudden 
me hard, he hard, he and then it's translated in English, or they might just straight speak English talking about how great China is. That's next. Propaganda, poison the mind of the children. Now, you can fight against it, so don't act like it's over. If this, this is a scenario, I think we still got life. I think we still can win this. I'm just saying if Biden was to win, you got to be able to fight against these things. And either way, you got to fight against these things because whether it's Trump or Biden, these things will still exist. But I think it'll be there at a lesser extent if Trump's in office, because do you think Biden or anybody that is in his team would ban TikTok or anything Chinese made? Please, they're bought and paid by the Chinese. Why would they ban anything Chinese if they're bought and paid for by them? It doesn't make any sense. Like I said, put on a racing jacket and have just, you know, have all that right here. Have all the characters in the Chinese lexicon right there on your chest and just call it how it is. Trump does not have that. And that's a left, right. I think everybody can agree with that. We don't like bought and paid politicians. But Joe Biden is already that. You get evidence of it. Okay. I mean, so I think that is a thing to recognize if you would have a Joe Biden as a president. And he'll probably end up dead anyway in a little bit. Not because somebody would do something to him, but I think Joe Biden is 78 years old almost. He'll be 78 any day now. I'm talking about like the end of November, this month. 78 years old, the oldest president ever. Older than Trump. Trump's no spring chicken. Trump's about, you know, uh, stones throw away from Biden. He's about four years younger than Biden. Reagan was old too, but um, Biden is super old. And he's showing signs of decline mentally. So that guy, he might mess around and end up dead or in a convalescent state in a very short period of time. You're going to put in Kamala. It's really irrelevant because it's going to be governed by the outside forces you don't see, by the deep state. You're going to have a big comeback of the deep state. Everybody got fired. They got ostracized. They're going to come back. And you're going to see. I think if Biden wins, it'll be the biggest red pill that America has gotten in a very long time. So that's pretty much where I, I see things going. If we go in that direction, but I hope we don't go in that direction. Like I said, I still got faith that we're going to be able to pull it out and we're going to be good money. All right. So I'm going to check the um, election results and I see no change. It's still the same. We might not get all the results for a while. I think Nevada is talking about they might call it soon, might call it late. I don't know. Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin. I'm not really sure how we're going to do with that. So. I think Nevada will be the key, but we don't. We, we got to wait and see. Trump could win it by the hair of a chin chin chin, or he could lose it. By the way, I think we need to be prepared for whatever happens. If Biden wins, all right, well, what's next? What you going to do? If Trump wins, okay, what you going to do? You going to squander the next four years, or are you going to, you know, try to do something with yourself? All right, so thank you for being here. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, Somebody said, Someone said I'm talking about mental stability. Okay. Uh, mental stability. Now, what do you mean? Are you trying to say that Trump is also mentally unstable? What do you really mean by that? Do you mean that he does things you don't like? I mean, maybe that's true. But does that point towards Trump being mentally insta unstable? Or does it point towards Trump not doing what you want him to do? See, Biden, even if I don't like what he does, I won't call him mentally unstable Unless I saw something that didn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, I don't like what Kamala Harris does either. Kamala Harris is worse than Joe Biden. 
but she's not mentally in, unstable. She's just uh, a far leftist. Now, Biden, on the other hand, is having some problems mentally. He's not remembering certain things. He's saying things that don't make any sense. His words ain't really coalescing together. They're not really cohesion. That The cohesion ain't really there with what he's saying. He's remembering old things. And he's old. And, I mean, come on. At a certain point, you can't live forever. You're 78 years old in your first term. Either way it goes, if Biden wins, he's a one-term president. I think what they might want to do is make Kamala Harris be the president so before Biden just falls apart and taps out, you could put Kamala Harris in there and then have her try to be the incumbent and defeat the next person in 2024. That might be their plan. But again, we'll see. All right. We got super chats on deck. I'm going to read those right quick. And then we're going to get to the calls. And the calls will be jumping tonight. I got like 19,900 watching. So the calls will be jumping. So y'all just hang tight. All right. Shout out to Mercedes Carrion for becoming an ABL squad member. Thank you to Complex Easy who says, if you snooze, you lose. Was an election. It says, if we snooze, you lose an election. Here's some money. Go back yourself a Biden hat. Uh, no, I'm good. And he also says, return to me 20 says, I cannot believe what young, uneducated BLM did to Bethel and Beatty. They want us, they want this man to win. OMG people wake up. Guys had enough. Yeah, so shout out to Bethel and Beatty. Um, she is okay from what I know. She's in the hospital right now. Uh, she got stabbed. I think her and her friend Edme, and I think maybe even this, the guy from the Proud Boys, maybe Enrique Sario. I'm not really sure. Don't quote me on that. But I know Bethel and I think her friend um, Edme got stabbed. Um, but like I said, she's fine, but it was some BLM type people out there in D.C. wanting to fight, wanting to start trouble, and they got her. But she'll be fine. She'll be good. Y'all pray for Bevelyn. But this this just kind of shows you the level of intolerance from the left that we get. I mean, look, if you think that Biden is the best thing since sliced bread, that's fine. <laughs> that's great. But check it out. I don't. And we can talk about it like civilized human beings. I'm not going to stab you over it or nothing like that. Yeah, Beverly got stabbed. But like I said, she's fine. She's in a hospital recovering. She make a full recovery. I'm putting it out there. That's what I believe. She was talking and she like she was good. This is what BLM does. Black Lives Matter. Why are you stabbing the black woman and a black friend and the other black friend? I, I mean, if Black Lives Matter, I can't really tell. I feel like Black Lives Matter, they do more harm to the black community than any other so-called white racist group. I mean, the Klan and, uh, you know, any any little white group does not even really hurt black folks as much as BLM does. Okay, you had Dylan Roof. Now, how many black folks did he kill versus how many BLM have killed and or had a hand in killing? I can name countless ones that have been killed throughout this this whole um this these so-called what they call shutdowns, protests, or whatever it is. It is what it is. So Emmy was not there, so it was just Bevelyn. Okay. So yeah, that's what's going on. All right. So thank you to Complex Easy for your donations. I'm gonna go ahead and hide you. I'm not gonna read those donations though. So thank you. Thank you to Bayako Media, who says, time for some sensitivity training. Hold each other. We are united. Try again 2024. Biden Harris, four years ago by fast. Let me see. Megan for Trump says, cool with the emoji. Thank you for that. Thank you to Nolania for becoming an ABL supporter. 
Thank you to Terry Tam who says, Fox hold us out, didn't call Texas or Florida, and just stopped unbelievable. Thank you to Tony Boswell for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to Newly Awakened who says, don't give up, y'all. Trump will rightfully fight this if needed. Now's the time to double down and get amped for the elections in the next two to four years. We have to always look ahead. We need more troops at the voting stations. Facts. Christopher Graves says, no matter what, the best person to fight against this corruption is Donald Trump. We haven't won every other haven't we won every other battle these four years? Let go. Exactly. It's, it's definitely been a battle, a crazy battle. You never would think that the battle would be so vicious and that people would fight so hard to maintain power. But now you understand how important that power is. Thank you to Mark Voyers, who become a member of the ABL supporters. Thank you to Matthew Mongali, who says, ABL, I'm a bit tense right now. What are you thinking right now for Trump? I mean, it can go either way. And I think one thing about Trump is that he won't go anywhere. He's not going to go anywhere. He'll still be out there uh, helping candidates. I think he'll still be active in the D.C. world, but just not the president if he loses. But he could win. If he wins, it'd be a very it'd be a very slim margin of victory. And I think either way, this is going to go to court. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. That's my opinion. But we'll see what happens in the next coming days, weeks, months. Thank you to ITB for the donation. With a thank you and the emoji, I appreciate it. Thank you to Made in Japan who says, man, I have a theory that since Trump's war to, quote, drain the swamp, that the deep state has been working hard to get him out for four years. CNN News, virus and anti-propaganda tactics, screaming CIA. Oh, yeah. Listen, from the very beginning, he's talking about, I don't want a lobbyist. I don't want deep state. We're going to get him out. That was their, the deep state's goal. And a lot of these longtime D.C. politicals go to get him out, whether you're on the left, right, whatever. It didn't matter because it's like coming into an old boys club, old girls club or whatever, and just knocking over all the chairs and the glasses and everything. You were born in China shop and they want to restrain you, get you out of the China shop. So you start breaking things so they can go back to their normal life. But see, he resisted them for a long time and he's continuing to do it now. So I just got to fight every day. You know, I did not see all this animosity towards George Bush or anybody because they played a game. You know, they, they part of the squad. They're not much different from each other. They kind of get into this whole one government type thing to where they're friendly and they're all on the same level, Warhawks and all this and that. Trump said, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And that just ruined the whole game. They, they wanted to have more unity between the left and the right as far as one government like communist China. But that's not where we live at. People say, oh, the two-party system, the two-party system. The, the focus should be not having a one-party system, but I digress. Thank you to Michael, who says, ABO for President 2024. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Michelle Roberts, who says, Biden bragged about putting together an extensive voter fraud organization. It's on YouTube. Look it up. I did see that. Yes, I did. Thank you to Rory Morgan, who says, thank you. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to M. Abraham, who says, thank you, ABL, for this great channel. Hey, thank you for your support. Couldn't do it without you. One in says, obviously, a blind man can see it's a scam. Exactly. Thank you to Philip Hazelwood for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Juan Diaz, who says, voter fraud because Trump lost. Come on, guys. Don't be sore losers. Let's hope for 2024. I mean, you can see what the... I showed you evidence of the voter fraud. So, look at the evidence. Don't take it from me. Just look at the evidence. I always say that. Any video I do... If I make a claim, I say, here's the evidence. Look at it yourself. Don't take my word for it. Read it, and you see what's going on. Thank you to George Erickson, who says, Trump is being censored as you speak. Just incredible that our president of the U.S. is losing the freedom of speech to lead. We will win. 
Trump counterpunch is via the courts and ultimately the Supreme Court. Thank you to Keegan in Tennessee and who says, sir, I've got to send some pesos your way. You did an outstanding job yesterday. I had to dip out early here in Maryville to wake up this morning, but it was cool waking up, seeing how long you went. Hey, thank you for that, man. I definitely appreciate you. I knew that I would be going a long time covering the debate. I mean, pardon me, the election. But, um, you know, I, I look forward to it. it. It was a really great experience. I streamed last night for about seven and a half hours, and it was worth every minute every second now i will say that towards the end i was about to be in about to be sleeping had to get some uh what was those a little um had to get some uh pumpkin seeds and some drinks and some little snacks to keep up but i was still going and i ain't going nowhere regardless regardless of what happens i ain't going nowhere i'm gonna stay right here and keep doing my thing all right let me see thank you to abby who says thanks for all you do love your channel thank you for that i appreciate you Thank you to Martin Okoro, who says, Black man voted Republican down on New Jersey. Don't think my vote mattered since my state is deep, my state is deep blue. And you know what? We got to keep on going. Keep it, keep it moving and keep it going through generations and then get the kids and the young people to come out there and vote, the new voters. We got to keep it going, you know, and it's got to start somewhere. But thank you for voting, man. Definitely appreciate you. And thank you to Texas Sweet Tea, who says, ABL, which white man cannot blame if Trump loses? <laughs> Blame, blame the, the general white man if Trump loses. You know, that's what I do. Thank you to Ty Timmons, who says, if Biden wins, they'll need to transform the White House into a nursing home. Ex up, hilarious. Hey, you know what? Matter of fact, put the Oval Office in the basement. That's where he likes to be at anyway. Make it real comfortable for him. And thank you to Shelby Smith, who says, go look at Michigan official webpage. Trump is winning. Thank you for that. She also says, Trump 51% 50, on Michigan official website in the lead 15 minutes ago. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Thank you to John Powell, who says, ABL, the November 2020 radio strongman. Hey, trying to do my thing. Thank you to Not A Band Account, who says, why is America third world now? What did we do wrong? I mean, it feels that way, don't it? Like a banana republic where your vote don't matter. That's what it feels like. But I think that we're able to get beyond this. We got to fight, though. We can't, we can't, like, let it just happen and ignore it. We got to fight it, for sure. Thank you to... Jordan T. Russo says, here in Melbourne, you'll be arrested for unmasking. Wow. Yeah, see, we don't do that down here. Like, we have so much independence in our states. It just ain't going to happen. You do a national mask mandate, you got to be able to enforce it. It just won't happen here. So, uh, Mike from Queens says, Medicare for all won't get through the Senate. Exactly. No, it won't. Alinda 08 says, I knew months ago when the CV and lockdown started, this was generated by China and the Democrats to cause mail-in voting and so the election ABL. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing about when it, when they started saying mail-in ballots and the virus, I'm like, uh-oh, see? And then what they say yesterday, oh, if you have the virus, if you're coughing and everything else, you can go vote in person. It's like, really? For real? So what's the point of doing the mail-in ballots then? If you tell me now that I can vote in person on election day, even if I'm sick, it's so dumb. All right. Thank you to Doug Ripley, who says, ABO for president and high swings, co-vice president, got my vote. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Doug. Thank you to Shine, who says, just a donation. Thank you to ZR, who says, thank God we kept the Senate. That was up a lot of what the left wants. Exactly. Thank you to, okay, I lost my place right there. Hold on. Thank you to, um, Sylvia, who says, this election is stressful. I was at my polling office and the vote was issued, a new ballot, but there's fraud abound. Thank you to Nippon, who says, Joe Biden's tax plan will be the reason why California could become a future red state. 
Thank you to Michael who says Arizona was miscalled. Maricopa County votes coming. Douglas A says the founding fathers gave us a second amendment to fight and overthrow tyranny. The Democrats are out of control and are cheating in front of us. Why are we not using it? A, I can't say nothing about that, but you already know what you got to do. But just be safe and be legal. That's all I got to say. Be lawful. Sweet Tooth 10 says, who is worse, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? Uh, Kamala Harris is worse because Kamala Harris is, Joe Biden is more of a um, kind of old school Democrat who at this point is a patsy. But Kamala Harris has these innovative ideas more than Joe, but they both will be controlled by outside forces. So they're kind of equal, but I think Kamala Harris is worse. Think it to heart who says, are you worried about Google shutting down channels like yours or Brandon Tatum's for covering an election? I'm not worried at all, you know, because, you know, just, deal, just dealing with business in general, I can't be, I can't be apprehensive or live in fear. That's just kind of how it is. Thank you to YJM 1991 who says, how can Biden win Arizona if Obama never won Arizona? Uh, good, good, good question. But like I was saying again, that California virus, a lot of California folks, as a cool kid say, moving from California to Arizona and poisoning the state. That could happen, but we'll see. We got to keep an eye on the prize. Thank you to Loki who says, Jesus for Biden 2020. <laughs> Thank you to Potato Chip 77 who says, I'm having a hard time believing this count is real. From Kamala's trade up commie remarks to Biden's corruption to Trump's insane rally number, something seems very off, Trump 2020. Like I said, if not for Trump, Nobody on the right will be close right now because of the interference from not only the mainstream media, all of it, even Fox News to a certain extent, and big tech. This is the first election where big tech really got their claws and sunk in deep. I did not see big tech censor, straight up censor the president or candidate before, but they've done it this time. You got websites that are being shut down and they're being censored and Facebook and uh, I think big tech really ramped up their efforts to shut down this election in favor of Joe Biden. That's just my humble opinion. Okay. Static P static FPV says they would use second 25th amendment and a speaker of the house and the vice president to have, have to decide that the president is incompetent. Brewer 95 says, I wonder if Biden wins when they give jobs back to China and take away Americans jobs. Probably so. Wouldn't doubt it. Thank you to Freedom Privilege for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Brett Sessoms who says, I'm through with Fox News. I watch Newsmax instead. Newsmax is the best. Uh, Jay Bree, thank you for your donation. I don't know what that was. It got deleted. Thank you to Star who says, do you think Trump could become the Republican version of Bloomberg, providing heavy funding in battleground states to Republican candidates? Good thing. That could happen. That very well could happen, and I like it. Thank you to Loki who says, Trump equals Hillary in 2016. Trump equals Hillary in 2016. Thank you to Brett Sessoms, who says Fox News acted irresponsibly. Calling Arizona early. Yeah, they did act irresponsibly because I was hearing that people were still in line in Arizona when they called it. Thank you to Matt and Karen, who says no Jesus, no peace, no K-N-O-W Jesus, K-N-O-W peace. All right. Draco and Kodak says, great job yesterday. I hope somehow we we're able to pull it through. I think we can pull it through. It's just a matter of time. Thank you to JDD, who says, hopefully we can get through this. Absolutely. Thank you to Frank Guzzi, who says, Joe Jorgensen stole winning votes in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nevada. Oh, she stole winning votes in those states. Why nobody is talking about her, the real villain, or French wing killed the party? Thank you to Nomadic Ramblers, who says, Biden in for six months. 
then she, the devil, will be controlled, as you said. Thank you, sir. Um, let me see. Mr. Me Are Awesome says, love your channel, ABL. Keep doing what you do, and those that love you will keep supporting you. Hey, I'm going to keep doing what I do. Ain't going to be no stopping. That gets to First Lazarus says, if Libertarians would have voted Republican, then Nevada would be red right now as we're down by less than 8K to Biden, but third party is over 10K. Alexander Garner says, don't the actual Electoral College cast their votes in December? This is a popular vote. Well, the electors can't really vote beyond what the popular vote says. I think maybe, and I think that's already been set in stone. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below. But the popular vote dictates how they vote. Thank you to JD, who said number one fan. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr., who says, those of us who are gun owners should remember that we still have the Supreme Court and the Senate. However, I still believe President Trump will win. Thank you to James, who says, oh, becoming an ABL superstar. Thank you to JDD for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to Michael Tavares, who says, I'm from Pittsburgh, and it took three times for the machine to register my vote for Trump. Wow. Thank you to Josh, who says, why is there a county in Michigan that has zero voted? I have no idea. I think one particular place did not have uh, any of their votes in, but it's a small place. But I don't know why that is. Thank you to Aaron Elliott, who says, thank you for voting. I vote Democrat, but respect your interest in politics. Hashtag black diversity. Thank you for your uh, very kind words. Uh, shout out to the Chinese letter name. I can't read that. Who said, this is why I left the Democratic Party. Um, thank you to G. Witt, who says, hey, ABO, you may have already addressed this, but how do you think this will play out in the end? I did address it, but long story short, I think it would be a court battle. And I think after the court battle, we're going to see what the result is. But I think it's a toss-up right now. It's leaning more towards Biden, but Trump still could win. Thank you to Monroe Doctrine who says, opinion on LeBron's latest tweet asking for police. I didn't see that one. What happened with LeBron? Oh, I got I to gotta check it out. Thank you to Kelly G who says, 99% of Americans wouldn't let Biden babysit their kids. But, hey, here's the country. I wonder how historians will write this part of history. Oh, man, the books are written by the victors. But if you got an honest book, I think they'll write it in a way that really shows what happened here. All righty. We got tea on deck. Thank you for tea. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you to Jacob Bisher, who says, appreciate all you do. Either way, Candace 2024. Oh, yeah. Candace 2024. Shout out to Candace. Thank you to informed black conservative who says, you inspired me. According to Joe, I'm not black. I'm here to prove him wrong. I'm working on a video. I hope one day our paths will cross, sir. And thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. And I'm glad you're out there with your voice, man. I'd like to see more from you. Uh, thank you to APD who says, can't do anything with $15 minimum wage, inflation, and depression. Uh, Shagger, Adam, thank you for your becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Dory Rodriguez, who said, thanks for all you do, ABL. Hoping to pray that Trump wins, even if it's not until Christmas. Let's get rid of the Marxist communists. Thank you to Sweet 210, who says, if Donald Trump loses, can he pull over, pull a Grover Cleveland and run in 2024? He can run in 2024, yes, but he'd be much older then. So would he want to? I don't know, but he could run in 2024, yes. Thank you to David, who says, electors of each state have to vote for the person who won the state. Exactly. Thank you to Chance Whitley, who says, if they take our rights away with socialism, civil war, maybe? I don't know. I can't answer that, but, you know, I've seen things like that happen in other parts of the world. But like I said, be lawful and be safe. Thank you to Maria, who says, what happens if they prove fraud? Then I don't know. That's a good question. You may have some votes thrown out, but I don't know anything beyond that. And shout out to my man, Charles Turner Jr., who says, why is it 
that red states like Ohio, Texas, and Florida caught their votes by midnight, but other states are holding out. I don't know. Shout out to Daniel who says, don't count out Arizona ABL. Insiders have told me he'll get it. I, I mean, I ain't going to count it out. I'm going to hold the faith. And I think that we still got plenty of life left. You know, it, it ain't over yet. Thank you to Dorian Gray who says, have you seen the, was it Michigan Secretary of State's general election vote info? I've not seen it. Thank you to Noreen Ryan who says, Kamala said the first thing she would do if Biden Harris won was take away Second Amendment rights. Wow. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says, I hope this election will call for election reform, like having stricter rules, hire more people to count ballots and harsh punishment for temperament. Uh, you know what? That's a good point. And back to what Noreen said about Second Amendment, you're talking about constitutional rights, uh, Supreme Court, and that ain't really, you're not going to get that through the Supreme Court at all. Or have a plurality, like to change the Constitution, you're going to have a lot of hoops to jump through. Um, you got to have plurality of the, of the the Congress, Senate, and it'd be court battles. It'd be all kinds of stuff over that one. So that won't really happen, in my opinion, because of the way that everything is set up with the Senate and everything. Um. All right. I got a lot of super chats on deck. I can't read these all night, so I'm going to get to the calls. I know the phone lines are going to be blowing up right now, so I'm going to try to keep these calls not too long because I got like 16,000 people watching me right now live, so... Um, the number to call is in the description box. It's 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And please keep the call short because I know that it's going to be a lot of you guys calling. All right. So y'all just got to bear with me on that one. All right. Let me get my stuff together. Again, 434-658-1220. Hold on. Let me do like a little quick restart because I feel like there's a problem with Skype. And as soon as I get Skype together, then we can go ahead and get rocking. Okay. Yeah, that's what it, it wanted to install itself. Okay, I figured that's what's happening. Let me see. Bearbait01 says, watch the whole stream last night. Thank you for that. And Biden could win, but we will forever cherish Trump and his love for the USA. The movement will continue. MAGA, Exactly. Movement ain't going nowhere. See, this whole movement that Trump has started has gone way beyond him, and it's not going to go anywhere. And that's a fact. So, yeah, either way it goes, we're going to be just fine. But it's going to be a battle regardless. Either way, if we win, lose, it'll be a battle, period. And don't relax if Trump wins. And be like, okay, we got it. Keep on fighting. All right, let's get to this first call. Okay, I thought I had one. Let's go. Our right, calling online, speaker to 301. 301, hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? What's supposed to do? And no matter what happens, he fought hard and long. I know he was tired at the end, but to me, it's still a victory whether he wins or loses because he never gave up. That's right. That's right. Now, I got a little bit of feedback in the background. Turn your speakers down for me, please. Okay. Hold yeah. On. Now, but you're right about that. You know, it's definitely a hard-fought battle. And I think that Trump was the guy to do it because people said that, oh, Trump should do this. He could be better. He could tone his rhetoric down. But... 
I think that if anybody ran other than Trump, then it wouldn't have been as successful because you got the mainstream media. They're all on his back. You got big tech, Facebook, Google, Twitter. They're all, they're all on his back. And I think the enthusiasm that Trump was able to generate offset a lot of that. So I think that he had the best chance out of anybody that could have run. So and he was the incumbent who almost never loses. So I don't really see what else could have actually been done aside from that's getting, right you know these that's places. right yeah and sometimes you got to make people mad to let them see sometimes you got to shake them up you know it's one thing to say something nicely to somebody and then it's another time when you say it then they listen and that's what trump does he gets your attention and he did he did good and i'm happy either right now i'm happy with what he did and the rest is up to, to god that's right yeah well, nice to hear your voice on the phone, and um, I, I praise what you do, and keep it up. I'm okay. always looking, every time. I'm always here. Uh, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Oh, no problem. All righty. We got quite a few calls on the line. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Hey, you know, somebody said we're like admitting loss. We can't, we can't do nothing but be real because you got two options. You go, he can win or lose. And we don't know right now. So if he loses, then we know we did. If he wins, then we good. Let's let's get back to it. But we can't act like what's happening is not happening. We can't ignore the elephant in the room. You know, we've got to be honest here. Okay, let's get to the next one. 774, you're online. I'm going to speak it to. Hi, this is Dory, and I sent you a super chat a minute ago. All righty. What's happening? Not much. Uh, I just wanted to comment on that Michigan Secretary of State thing again. It shows right now updated that Trump won by 2 million votes to 1.7 million votes. I don't know if you looked into that or if you would. You're a better researcher than I am, so I was kind of hoping you might be interested in looking into that. I'm going to check it out, and I'm interested as to why that number is the way it is and why the number on these uh, mainstream media uh, websites and everything else is different. I wonder why there's a discrepancy there, so I will look into it for sure. And and also, did you did you see what percentage of the vote had been tabulated on the website? Yeah, it said 78, uh, 78 counties out of 83, I believe, or 77. Okay. The, the percentage, I'm not sure. It's a, you can go to Michigan, you can Google Michigan Secretary of State, go directly to our website, and then just click on the general election link, and it'll show you. Okay, I'll check it out for sure. Thanks, appreciate it. No problem. All right, bye. All right, so let's do it right now, if I can. Okay. So here's a here's information straight from the website. See if I can put it on the screen. All right, it's kind of small, but you guys might have to just kind of get the gist of it. All right, looks pretty good. So here's the results. Um eleven three twenty. That's that's when the election was, obviously. Uh, it was updated at 8.14 p.m. today or tonight. I guess that's, um, you know, their time. So that's central. So that, that probably was just like right now. And it's updated every 10 minutes. Now, they have 70, 79 out of 83 counties. And we have Joe Biden with 1.9 million votes. And 46% of the vote and Trump with 2.1 million votes and 51.91% of the vote. 
so it looks like this is a sweep right here for Donald Trump. I don't see why a place like Google has it different. Matter of fact, hold on one second. Now I'm gonna look at what Google has, and then you could tell me why there's a you guys tell me why there's a difference. Hold on. Now on Google, it has more votes on Google. So I don't know how Michigan got Michigan.gov has less. So over here on Google, you have um 2.7 million votes for Joe Biden and 2.6 million for Donald Trump. So why is there many more, you know, there's more votes there. It looks like they have more updated information over on Google. But how is that possible? How is it so many more votes? I don't really get it. So we'll see what's going on with that. I have no idea which one is right, which one is wrong. But Google is saying they have 99% reporting. And there's a pretty big gap in between um, Trump and Biden. Biden is up by well over 100,000, like 120,000 votes. So we'll see how that works. We'll see how that, that pans out. All right, we got some more calls. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Alec from Connecticut. It's uh, nice to hear your voice, ABL. All righty, man. What's going on? All right, so I know it's looking a little down for everyone. Everyone face it, but, man, during this time, we need some optimism. And to be honest with you, if conservatives out there really do believe that there is this voter fraud, we got to do something about it. You go to John Doyle's Twitter, that Comrade Doyle, he's actually put together a script, everything we can do to go and call the legislators from those states where there is fraud, try to convince them maybe to swing our way, put in a session where we can get this really looked at in deep in case we do end up slacking in there. So I just want to make it a word known that we can still do something at this point, guys. The MAGA hat does not come off at any point in this election. We got this, guys. No doubt, man. Very good work. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. I love your work, man. Thank you. Hey, good point. Yeah, definitely. Make some calls. Call up. I saw some good patriots out there in Michigan today saying, hey, let's let's not act like this is over. We're going to, you know, put the foot on your neck. We're going to make sure that you count on this stuff right. So, yeah, very good, very good points that were made. Let's get to some more calls. 786 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? All right, things good, man. How about yourself? Uh, I'm not uh, not too good, man. I'm down here in Miami-Dade County, man. And um, last night, man, uh, our new mayor that won, um, her name is uh, Daniela Lavin Cava, and she's a full-blown Marxist, man. So, wow. From the looks of it down here, man, Miami is going Marxist, communist. You know, this lady is, uh, this lady is all in on uh, Agenda 21, United Nations, um, you know. So it's it's not looking good down here, man. I mean, I, I I was surprised. I was surprised that she won, man, because down here I've been to two Trump rallies, and the Trump support here was uh, was incredible. So I uh, and and the mayor that that, that I wanted to win was uh, Esteban Bobo, and and he was the, he was the the Republican um uh, candidate, but I don't know what happened. But but yeah, man, it's not looking good down here. You know, I'm. I don't know how bad it's going to get, man. I don't know if uh, all that garbage from, you know, uh, like Portland or Seattle uh, is, is going to come down here with, with all the rioting and stuff like that. I mean, the only thing that, that 
I'm, I'm kind of relying on is that we still got a Republican governor. Yeah, definitely. And I think that Miami is different than Portland. I think that Miami probably won't put up with the riots and all that kind of stuff that's happening in other parts of the country. Just the people there ain't going to put up with it. So I think that you won't have that same kind of problem because it, it only really focused like on the left coast, like Portland, really in Seattle. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so another thing, another thing that I want to say, man, it, it, it might sound a little radical, bro, but honestly, man, I'm, I'm speaking from the heart right now. And, and I kind of got this fire in my chest, bro. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not calling for violence at all whatsoever, man, but you know, it's up for it's up to the rest of us to decide to see how, how our movement goes. But you know, if if we have an overwhelming, my it it, it, it might sound radical, man, but I, I want to say this, this is just my opinion, bro. If if we have an overwhelming part of our of our movement that wants to, I don't know, go into a civil war, man. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't say that. That I probably would say that that wouldn't be a bad idea, man. Because I think with what's at stake right now, um, you know, I I, I kind of follow like uh, like the Agenda Twenty One, United Nations uh, agenda, and, and I, I'm surprised. I've been watching your your show and nobody has been talking about it. You know, the well, border. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because hold on. I'm gonna say this because if you're saying that on Google, they're gonna be trying to flag and all this and that. I'm gonna just say this. Like, I don't think there's even going to be a need for any kind of war because most people ain't even really trying to fight. That's the reality. A lot of, a lot of things that happen is like one-sided. When people are getting attacked and whatnot, it's very little fighting back. So, I mean, a war takes two dueling sides. I don't think it's really going to be that. I think if people are attacked and they defend themselves, then that'll pretty much be it. And I think that if we do things properly in the right way, then we won't have no need for this. I think the main thing that we can do is get at these these tech companies and figure out a way to get beyond them because I think that was a deciding factor in this whole situation. And also, if you're going to have some of these laws that are on the books and you got to have people that enforce them, maybe the enforcers don't enforce it. Maybe they say, you know what, I'm not going to enforce that. Like this whole thing with the mask mandate. Just for an example, my, my police chief out here got on TV and said, we're not going to enforce that. So what you going to do? So I think that if people just become people, Regardless of whether you law enforcement or whatever, I think it'll be just fine. But thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, I ain't trying to advocate for no violence or nothing like that. Always defend yourself. And I think that everybody got to come together as a person. Regardless of what, where you are in your life, everybody come together as a person and do the right thing. I think you'll be fine. You know, because the war takes two dueling sides. And I don't think people are really ready for that. You know? All right, call on Skype. Who you want to speak to? Um, Amanda. All righty, what's going on? Hey, um, I just wanted to say thank you. And I wanted to point out, even if, um, you know, people who are voting Democrat don't like Trump, one thing he did do was cause an upset that got people to pay more attention to the polls this year. So that's great. Oh, definitely. He definitely did that. And I yeah. think that um, people are becoming more politically aware and that's going to bode well for the future, for the kids and everything else. They're going to really, you know, get more into it. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm 30 and, you know, I've always paid attention and I've always voted, but I don't think I've ever paid attention myself even quite like I did this year. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that probably won't go anywhere anytime soon. So that's that's a good thing. 
Yeah, that's a positive. I'd say that we all got out of this. So uh, hopefully, you know, even if Biden does win it and people keep paying attention, they'll they'll realize what what's happened and maybe we can turn it around next next time. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for all you're doing and for all the the late nights that you've been spending. Oh, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right, great call. Seven so, eight six two nine. I'm speaking to you. Know. All righty, Mike. What's going on? Hello. Good, good. Hey, I'm watching your show. I think I might be a little delayed. You answered already. Oh yeah, like turn the speakers off in the background for me, please. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I already turned them off. Can you hear me? Are you well? How about, how about now? You good now? So what's what's going on? Good, good, man. Hey, I've been watching it all day and um, been watching your show. I was watching you guys last night and I'm pretty disappointed. I went to bed like around 3 a.m. and uh, noticed that, you know, Trump had the lead. We wake up this morning. I'm sure you felt the same way. Like, what the heck happened, right, with Michigan and Wisconsin? So I just kind of wanted to put out a prediction and I, I'm still hopeful, but I, I'm really predicting that the outcome of this is going to go Biden's way with him getting uh, Nevada and get him to 270 mark, and they're going to declare him a winner. And, you know, the left is going to celebrate and rub it in our faces. But I'm thinking what's going to happen is that Trump is definitely going to fight it. He's going to go to the court. And all this voter fraud that's coming about, I mean, you're looking at it, Fleck of talks, you're seeing where he's showing the videos with the Sharpies. I mean, my dad told me in Massachusetts that one of my uncles put his ballot, and they, the, the poll worker asked him, well, who did you vote for? And he told him Trump. And I'm like, wait, you're not supposed to, you know, disclose that. And the guy told him, oh, put the ballot over here. I mean, there's so much coming to light that I think Trump's going to get that win and he's going to be reelected. And then we're going to see these massive riots once again going into 2021 where they just want to continue to divide the country. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, that's a really good point. I think that might happen. It's going to be a process. You know, I knew that it wouldn't be easy from the beginning because right when they said mail-in ballots and you know, they're going to go through the post office. And I was seeing videos of mail getting set on fire, thrown in the trash. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. this is not going to this, this is going to be a problem. And it's going to be some states that really don't have it together. I knew that from the beginning. Now, I thought that it might be closer mm -hmm. than what it is. And we could just ignore those states that are in contention. But we can't. So I figured it would happen. It's just a matter of going through the process and then you know, figuring out what's really going on. And I think once that happens, we'll see a lot of voter fraud. And that's going to, you know, get Trump over the top. Yeah. That's the way I'm seeing it, too. And, and I'm also, you know, the way I'm seeing it is, you know, Trump's going to get this win later on. And, the, and my concern was with the Democrats, too. You know, thank God, I think we're going to get the Senate looking at the election results. But my concern was, you know, and, and this guy from Miami uh, was saying, you know, about the whole, you know, going to war. I, I don't agree with that because as conservatives, we want to do the right thing, right? We don't, we don't want to cheat our way into, you know, elections. We want to do everything the right way. But my concern is, I was watching Colleen Noor, you know, the, the the gun advocate lawyer, and he was talking about if if the Democrats were to get the Senate, the House, and the presidency, they would eliminate the filibusters. I mean, and they're going to be passing all these laws, eliminating, you know, you know, all this gun control. And, and that was one of the parts where I was skeptical. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of concerning because it puts us at a disadvantage. Me being a law-abiding citizen, defending my family, whatever the case may be, stand my ground law because I live in Georgia. You know, that, that could affect us in the future. That was my only concern with that. And, you know, they, I know they're messing with the Senate, but 
I think we got it in the bag with this one. Oh, I believe so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, ABL. Keep doing what you're doing, man. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Take care. All right, a great call. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Oh, they hung up, so let me get to the next one. All right, caller, who am I speaking to? 734? Yes. All right, who am I speaking to? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Paul from Michigan. So, I, you know, I, I grew up in Canada, okay, and I'm a green card holder. I live in Michigan. I've worked in in government for 15 years in Lansing. I've seen some of the, the crap that's been going on over the years, but now that we're where we're at today with Michigan, I just, I'm a little concerned. And my question for you is, and I was following a bunch of different news networks today. Um, I have a lot of different news channels. I was watching BBC, uh, Fox News, uh, Al Jazeera, which is a good one because I think that they, there's less opinion there. But my question is, on one of these tickers, I think CNN, they made uh, a point that uh, in, in Michigan and, and some of these states that are close, I think the, the, the ticker was that they said that if it comes to a tie, as we're seeing, okay, it's not decision 2020, it's indecision 2020, so my question, ABL, is on the ticker, it said that if it, if it gets a couple of days in and, and Trump is, uh, you know, putting these lawsuits together and it comes to a tithe, it said that the Senate would have uh, veto power and they might be able to vote in the Senate. Um, I don't know if you caught that or not, but because the Senate, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the House, it was the House, not the Senate. Would the House have sort of a veto power with uh, how they handle who wins the election? I don't know if you caught that or not. I think it was CNN when I was flipping through, but that seemed to worry me a little bit because you're, now you're talking about a blue-controlled uh, House who's making the decision on who becomes the winner in this thing. I don't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, I think I heard something about that, but I don't really know too much about it. I don't really know how the whole process works. So I think yeah. the main, I think the main thing will be once we go to the Supreme Court, I think that will kind of, okay, you know, I think that might kind of, you know, make a, the ultimate decision. But so I don't know about the house, how they're going to operate with the whole situation. Okay. Any thoughts on, on where we're at right now with, obviously we got four states left, um, who you might think might end up. I mean, I don't know. It's a toss up at this point. I think Trump has a big chance. I think, Biden has a big chance, too. It's just really, it, it, it all comes down to, you know, the number of votes. I think that Arizona might go back towards Trump. Maybe it won't, but it could. That's possible. Um, there, if, yeah. If, if, if Arizona goes back, then I think that changes the whole game. Um, I think Michigan might go Trump. If we get Arizona, Michigan, yeah. Pennsylvania, Georgia. I, I was watching your show last night, and when I went to bed at about 3 a.m., you had Michigan up by 800,000 votes. I wake up at 8, 9 a.m., and, they, and, then, and then they come back. So I think a lot of Republicans, you know, even, you know, I got two older sisters that are ultra-liberal. 
I think you have a lot of people that are scratching their head. Yeah. And I think it's embarrassing. Uh, and, and some of these clips, like I said, BBC, Al Jazeera, some of these other news networks around the world, um, I think more than, than anything, and some, some of your other callers mentioned that this is, this is an embarrassing thing. I, and, you know, and I still have a green card, so maybe I might go back to Nova Scotia. And, <laughs> but basically, yeah. it's embarrassing. I'm in Michigan. I live in a very uh, blue uh, 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 county, Ann Arbor, Michigan. We had Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton visiting multiple times in 2016. And what you're talking about with uh, the urban areas you know that's completely complete right. fact. You right. look at I'm with you. You I'm, 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 I'm gonna cut you off, but I got a lot of calls online, so I got to get to a few more. Yeah. Th- thank you for the call, man. Definitely yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, for sure, man. Keep up, keep up the good work. All right, thank you. All right, let's go to the next one. The six six two. You're online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, it's Jake. Had talked to you in a while. How are you doing, ABL? All right, thanks. Good man. Can't complain about yourself. Oh, doing pretty good. I just wanted to talk about this game of uh, divide and conquer we got. Divide the ballot from the envelope so you can't validate the vote. And then do a piss-poor job of tracking how many mail-in ballots came in so you can splatter them around this uh, corrupted election pool that was brought in by fiat rule. And I don't know of a state that has voted to allow and went through the actual process of the House representatives and the state senate to uh, to pass a bill and allow a change to any of the voting laws and so i think it's all been kind of done under fiat and i expect a great victory through the the supreme court because we're just not going to allow this crap in the country but on the other point abl before i get off the line here let's do your response is that as soon as those indictments come down we are going to know about joe biden's mental capability because he is not going to be capable of standing trial and it'll be all public from that point on. And Trump's campaign ads will be used for his defense for being mentally incapable. Incapable. So uh, I'll listen to your response, hey, Bill. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Uh, that's a very good point he makes there, especially about Joe Biden and his uh, his his cognitive ability, his competence level. The thing about Joe Biden, they've pretty much been hiding him all throughout the election cycle. It's amazing how a man can not even campaign and still uh be in the driver's seat it's like how did that happen because there's external sources that have been helping them this man is pretty much a corpse he's talking about weekend at bernie's so it'll pretty much expose him more than what he's been exposed already if people hadn't really seen him too much then they're going to see him and that's going to be an issue but i think those that want him to be in that are you know in the know those in the government they know what he's, he's pretty much halfway dead it's like i was saying earlier um somebody said okay we got Trump out, now we're going to get Joe Biden out. That's what their hope is if Trump loses. I'm not saying he will, but that's what they hope. They want to get Trump out, then Joe Biden out, because the whole purpose is to get um, Kamala Harris. And the funny part is that that person that said that does not understand that neither Joe Biden nor Kamala Harris will actually govern. It would be those that are kind of behind the scenes, the so-called deep state, but I digress. Let's get to the next call. All right, let's go. Let me see. Eight one four on the line. My speaker to. Hello. Yes. Who am I speaker to? This is Mister Reverend Greg from Edinburgh, Pennsylvania. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? 
Good, my man. Hey, I want to thank you for your show as always. I was on your show once a long time ago. Really appreciate it. Hey, just wanted to let uh, let you guys in on something. I've been watching the chat. It seems there's a lot of people that just, you know, either getting angry or, or losing hope. But uh, I want everybody to understand, if you're watching Anthony and, and some of these other people we're watching, that uh, look at the difference in the mood, seriously, between this family here and the family of the Democrats in 2016. We're not out here talking about impeaching people, blaming people, rioting. I mean, I, I want to thank everybody, even those people who are, are losing some hope there. Trump's not going anywhere. Someone in the, in the cabinet even said something about uh, MAGA being dead. But that's the movement. That's not the president's title. That's not the president. You know, and I think we should all remember, you know, Trump really wasn't a uh, – <laughs> he's, he's like me. He's been a Democrat. He's been an independent. He's been a Republican. I think Trump is something that even the Democrats one day will admit that they've missed a guy if he does leave. And he's going to leave in four years no matter what. You know, we knew this. Uh, if this, so if things do go down that way, I just want to make sure people understand, don't get disheartened because I'm an ex-Democrat. Most of my friends now are ex-Democrats, all different colors, all different genders, all different sexualities. The Republican Party in itself has been transformed by this guy. I don't know if it exists anymore. So I have a little thing that might make people happy. What if Trump loses and says, that's fine. I just started a new third party. <laughs> the Democrats would be done. They'd yeah. be done for decades to come. Yeah. And we got Don Jr. You got the family Trump. You have all those friends of Trump's. I mean, you got some very, very dedicated Americans right now that would literally stand by that man's side because, you know, some people say, oh, well, Ross Perot started this. I tried doing that once. Or this other guy, or the Libertarians, the Greens. This is Donald Trump. This is the man who was president who could break away and easily say, that's fine. Your dog and pony show, I'm the man who came and said, the guy behind the curtain of Oz, let me show you folks. Donald Trump came in here. I don't think anybody on the left, I think few people on the right really have digested the enormity and the historic nature of what we just lived through. God bless that man, even if he's, if he's sitting right now thinking, well, we might as well pack up in, in January 20th and go back to my life because people forget this too. He didn't need to do this job. He didn't do it for the money. He certainly didn't do it for the fame. In fact, he probably made more enemies and who knows? I mean, his life could be threatened the rest of his days for what he just did for us. I've never seen, I used to ask one of my friends, did you ever see this man ever brag about his money? No. And, and Anthony, I, I, we talked before about this too. One thing I think people forget that man is sort of like, I'm compared to Elvis Presley in a weird way, a guy that lives in this sort of different world than all the rest of us, but he never let that money destroy his soul. And he gave a lot of it away. And you know what's funny? When I saw those tax returns, unlike the left who got offended, and we started seeing some of the losses and stuff, I said, my God, now I really wonder why he did this. You know, taking his job hurt him. And that... I think will be remembered forever, no matter if this is it or if it's it in 20, you know, 24. But I want to thank you. I want to thank all of these wonderful people on YouTube for my own personal journey. I had a lot of things happen in the last four years. My dad died. We've brought down this lockdown. I'm an ex-Democrat, ACLU card-carrying, long-haired stoner guy mm -hmm. <laughs> that used to do political rallies. 
and, and even work for Bill Clinton. Wow. And here I am today, and I'm going to tell you, you know what the Democrats lost? Here's what they lost. They've lost me for life. I was one of those people, and you're going to love this one too, and I'm sitting here with my press pass because I was a journalism student, and I worked uh, in the media. I'm a promoter. I actually am a, a, a press person, and I left them 10 years ago. And I left them because 20 years ago I talked to Carl Bernstein, uh, Bernstein from the, you know, Bob Woodward and the, all the President's Men Nixon thing. That man stood in front of a group of liberal college students one, one, one beautiful uh, evening and said, in the future, the media will become infotainment. People will no longer know the difference between information and tabloid, you know, crapola. And eventually <clears throat> the media will win elections. They will rise people, bad people up, destroy good people. I never forgot that. And when I was a journalism student, just to wake everybody up out there, the reason I left is because they started telling me I had to dumb it down for conservatives, dumb it down for liberals. They held everybody in contempt. Everybody listening to this right now, I don't care if you're conservative, liberal, the media is the psyop, if you will, here. I'm not a conspiracy person. But what else would you call it, Anthony? It's like mass hysteria has happened. And I just heard friends, for instance, getting arguments, you know, and they're using words like super spreader. You know, I'm like, did you ever use that word? <laughs> did you use a phrase before? And let me tell you something. I am respectful. And I grew up with good manners. And I, I still to this day refuse. I have a very active Facebook page. But I tell people all the time, please don't use words like libtard or snowflake. I've never used those words. And I think tonight there is some shock. I'm starting to read on my Facebook feed. Well, why aren't the Republicans getting more mad? Why aren't they breaking crap up? Why aren't they, you know, we were talking about impeaching this guy. You know, when we, because we don't throw tantrums. We're not little brats. And when I was a Democrat, a proud Democrat, we didn't do that either. So these Democrats, or whatever they are, and I'm not even sure if I don't believe that at this point. I'm a spiritual man. I'm certainly not the most religious or, or uh, probably God, you know, living good guy, you know, here. But right. I, mean, I try to be. I'm very, you know, and, and, and God bless you for that. I can tell you're the same. I know I can relate with you. And we're about the same age, too. I really want everybody out there to not lose hope, even if the title leaves. Is anybody out there, if anybody tells me MAG is dead, or this movement stops, you didn't get it any more than the liberals got him. Right. I'm going to cut you. This has been a great call. Excellent call. So I thank you for calling, yeah, man. Yeah, I, man. I really appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. And sorry for the other callers I, I held up, but I just had to get it off my chest. You, Dude, keep up your good work. And everybody out there, don't forget, you are warriors. You are inspired. And you will do incredibly great things. Just don't lose that spark of hope because that's how they want us to lose. Gotcha. So a title we can do, but don't lose yourself in this mix because, damn it, we're together right now. Amen. God bless America. God bless you, dude. Thanks and I really call, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. And shout out to everybody that's been calling in. You guys are the best. If you can't get in, just keep trying and trying. I'll be here until about 11 p.m. Eastern time. We got about another hour and 15 minutes. The number is always in the description box below. The number to call is 434-658-1220. If you like what you're hearing so far, if you enjoy the content in general, hit the like button for me and also share the video. If you're not subscribed to the channel yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Click 
the subscribe button and also click the bell so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. If you were in the stream last night when I covered the election, thank you for being here. As it stands right now, just for an update, we don't have any movement on the election. Biden could win, Trump could win. We really don't know at this particular point. It can go either way, 50-50. Toss a coin and that could be who wins. Who knows? But either way, we're going to be good to go. So let's get to the next call. And oh, also you can do Skype. There's the email for that in the description box below. Let's get to the next one. All right, Skype caller, Sniper Man, what's happening? Yo, how's it going? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Yo, um, it's it's a pleasure to meet you, man. I've been watching you since you had like only five digits subscribers, so it's it's great to it's great to like, you know, be on here. Well, glad to have you, man. Thank you for being a longtime supporter. I couldn't do it without you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, we do have the Senate. We're probably well, I don't know if we have the Senate. We're probably gonna have the Senate. So. You know, I don't think uh, Republicans should worry too much. Like, I, I think that, you know, I don't think Biden can really screw things up that bad, you know. So I, I think we'll be OK. Like, I, I'm just I think people are worrying a little bit too much about uh, what's going to happen in the future. What, what do you think is going to how, how how what's like the worst case scenario that Biden could screw up this country? Um, I really don't know. Um, I think the main thing would be rolling back some of these tax reforms, uh, federal minimum wage increase. Just, you know, wrecking the economy, which, you know, Democrats like to do sometimes. Uh, so <laughs> I think that might be the only thing I really see. And, you know, some things that he'll try to do, it'll kind of get stonewalled by the Senate and then the Supreme Court. So I think that's good. Um, Roe v. Wade, you can't, you can't do nothing with that because that's a Supreme Court issue. You know, yeah. all, all they can do, like, all that would happen is they might get brought up under Joe Biden. But once it goes to the Supreme Court, they might not even really want to rule on it. They might, they might they might keep it the way it is or if they you know get rid of it all that happens is that the decision for abortion goes back to the states it's not like they can just outlaw abortion so they really can't yeah. do too much i think the main thing would be the economy and then um some of the more far left socialist things will kind of get implemented maybe but that might be a state to state level yeah yeah you know i i, I totally agree with you i i think that um I think that it's uh, he's definitely going to change some of the tax laws, but I think that any large socialist um, sort of plan has to do with maybe like college or healthcare, anything of that kind, that will most likely get blocked by the Senate. So like, um, I'm not too worried about any like large healthcare reform. I think that some small things might change. Um, you know, if he does present a better plan, which I mean, I hope he does. I mean, it's not like it's not like I Tell want us. him to do bad. He's, a, he's if he's the president of our country, I want him to do good. Um, but you know, I, I just, I just hope things work out for the best. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't think, I think Biden's, you know, he's lied about some things and he's, he's not the best person, but like, at least he's not like Hillary. Like, I mean, at least he's not <laughs> Hillary, <laughs> you know, the worst, the worst case scenario, in my opinion is that like he becomes incompetent and like Kamala Harris, uh, takes control. That would be like the worst case scenario, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, and then the thing about it is I don't think Kamala Harris would really be the one that's governing, nor would it be Joe Biden if he was to be, if he if he could live beyond a year. I think that it would be those that are behind the scenes that kind of run everything else. The same people that were behind Obama, they'll come in and then they'll be trying to run the show for um, Biden and Harris. So, oh, like the cabinet? Yeah, yeah like, or people that, not, not even in government. People that just kind of like little advisors and consultants, they'll be running the show more than anybody else. So we'll see yeah. how that goes if anything happens. Yeah. 
All right. Well, it was it was a pleasure to meet you. God bless you. Um, yeah, I just I hope this works out. You know, we still have a chance, but we still have a chance, but we'll see. All right. You have a nice day, sir. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Okay, you guys keep talking about Project Veritas. I got the video loaded up, and I'll put it on the screen. This is not the full video. I don't, I don't know if the full video is out. I'm not really sure, but I can't play the full video here. This is just on Twitter from James O'Keefe. And the, the, the caption says, Breaking Michigan USPS whistleblower details directed from superiors. Backdate late mail ballots as received on November 3rd, 2020, so they are accepted. Quote, separate them from standard letter mail so they can hand stamp them with yesterday's date and put them through. Unquote. Hashtag mail fraud. Check it out. Tell us where you work. I work in the Traverse City Post Office, more specifically the Barlow Branch. Your boss told you and your colleagues something that shocked you this morning. What was it? We were issued a directive this morning to collect any ballots we find in mailboxes, collection boxes, just outgoing mail in general. Separate them at the end of the day so that they could... Uh, and stamp them with the previous day's date. Today is November 4th, for clarification. Who is your boss, and wh what is his title? Jonathan would be a direct supervisor, yes. Uh, as of right now, he is the opening supervisor for the Barlow Branch Post Office. So I, and this is anecdotal, uh, carrier down in another office said they watched the postmaster doing it. Um, if it were just a typical day, it would be clerks doing it up at the distribution center. So 8 p.m. Election Day, November 3rd, uh, the Court of Appeals uh, ruled ballots have to be received by that time. And and what were you told? To separate them today so they can mark them with yesterday's date and send them through the express system to wherever they needed to go. This appears to be an attempt to circumvent Michigan law and allow late votes. And uh, you said there was a hamper where letter carriers were supposed to leave their ballots. Where are the ballots now? They were putting them into express bags to go to the distribution center. In regards to a uh, hamper, there was a standard hamper that all letter mail was supposed to go to, and they had a tub next to it that we were supposed to put any ballots collected today into. Yes. What made you come forward? Uh, that's sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sketchy. sketchy. It screams oh, yeah, corruption. Yeah. Uh, also, knowing the post office's leanings politically, it, it didn't seem quite right. What is your message to other postal workers who see things like this? Report it. Report it. How are we supposed to have any integrity in this country if we... We're just going to let things slide based on a scaling issue. Are you afraid of retaliation against you? Uh, I've had whistleblower policies backfire on me in the past, so yes. We'll have to reach out to Jonathan Clark for comment. Uh, hey, is this Jonathan? Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm a reporter with Project Veritas, James O'Keefe here, and I have, a, I have information that you guys have been stamping ballots with the previous date, November 3rd. He just hung up the phone on me. Yeah, he knows how it is. You know, if you're going to just, oh, okay, oh, I can't talk about that. Hang up. Like I said, there's going to be some information that gets discovered. Uh, it'll get discovered. I mean, people could say, oh, that's just one case, ABL. You really don't know. It might have been. All right. Well, look, once we dig into it and once we start to just uncover and unravel this potato, this banana, Peel, piece by piece. We're going to see what's going on. We're going to see all of this stuff. And it's going to start to kind of be insurmountable evidence of corruption and fraud. But we knew what happened when they started to do this whole mail-in thing. And come on, man. Like, everybody knew what was going to happen. Like, like how, how Joe Biden say, come on, man. 
We knew it would happen. Let's get to the next call. All right, Skype caller Tardis. Hello. Hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Noah Jones. Uh, long time viewer, uh, first time actually listening in on the live stream. Uh, Want to say, uh, after just witnessing that um, the debacle of what we could uh, call it, I guess, of the fraudulent mail that just happened, uh, that is absurd. It really is, but you know, like I was just saying, I think that we all knew that this could happen. As soon as they said, "Hey, we're gonna have all these uh, mail-in ballots," and we knew we had we had post office issues before. We seen mail get discovered in trash cans, mail got set on fire. One guy took a bunch of mail and just threw it outside by a storage unit. We knew that there would be problems, so there's no mm -hmm. surprise to see all this fraud happening and. My question would just be, to what extent did the fraud happen? Because there actually is fraud that's going on. It's just a matter of how much. Right. No, totally. I understand that 100%. Like, um, for me personally, um, I, I I did a few TikTok videos today. I know it's kind of cringy, but I did cover uh, the Arizona Sharpie Gate. You know, I know a lot of people will give that a lot of trash. Like, oh, that's like the most reaching you can go for. But at the same time, like, if you just look at the facts of how previously Arizona had on their ballots saying you cannot use Sharpie and then here come the day of election. They specifically take that off and then say on their Twitter, Hey, go ahead and use Sharpie, even though it still bleeds through and they're still, you know, taking, taking potentially those Trump voters away from the actual ballot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it, honestly, like I, I, I predict that Biden will win. Uh, the, the first time around. However, if we were to have a fair justice system of how we were to, you know, go for a real, or not for a real, sorry, for a recount, uh, we could easily make, we can make this win for a second time around. You know what I mean? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I do have a quick question though. Um, so if it comes down to the point of, let's say Trump does win the recount, how do you how do you see like America treating that? Do you, do you see it being a thing of like, oh, you know, uh, it was a popular vote or, or whatever, you know, just some some excuse to kind of justify their way of losing? Well, the, the, what what happened is they'll say, oh, you know, he didn't accept the results. And you know what? Right when they were talking about like during the, um, the, the debates, they kept asking Trump, are you going to accept the results of the election? I knew what they were saying. What they were saying was, okay, the election will be fraudulent. We're going to cheat a little bit. So are you going to try to fight back after we get caught cheating or you just let it go? That's what they're going to say. So they're going to go back to that. Oh, we asked him, is he going to set the election over and over again? He's not accepting it. They're going to go that direction. There's plenty of fraud. And if it get proven, that's going to be out there. But they're still pretty much stick to their guns and their plan they had before this whole thing started. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from on that part. Um, now, it, it, whatever I get into this next section here, uh, go ahead and just stop me if you've already covered it, because I, I just tuned in. Like, Well, I got time for like one more question, exactly. then I got to get to the next one. Oh, go for it. No, nah, I mean, you, you can ask your question, then I got to get to the next one. Oh, okay, got you there. <laughs> My bad. Okay, so um, when it comes down to the uh, the fraudulent information like we were talking about, uh, what about the, uh, you, you know, the coolers that are leaving Detroit at 4 a.m. after they said that they would stop? Uh, counting the votes that I, I want to say one, one a.m. Uh, so you know, I, I'm just curious what you think on that situation. Uh, I, I I did not see that one. The coolers leaving Detroit. I don't know anything about that one. 
Yeah, so uh, if you were to, I, I've recently been tuning into Steven Crowder all day today, so I, that's where I got my information, and then I looked in more into it. Uh, there was reports of uh, multiple people leaving uh, the Detroit uh, Voting Center. Uh, I want to say on the first election night, leaving with the coolers and uh, suitcases and wagons, and they were full of uh, what presumed to be uh, ballots, uh, you know, bags of ballots and whatnot. And they were being loaded into unmarked white vans. Uh, if you were just to do a quick Google search, uh, I think uh, CNBC or whatever, uh, they did a topic of it. Uh, but it's really interesting, and I, I'm curious what you had to think of it. So, Yeah, I got to check it out. But, I mean, if, if there's any kind of fraud like that happened, I wouldn't be surprised. But I need to check it out and see what's going on so I can give a more informed opinion on it. Yeah, of course. Well, alrighty then. Thank you so much for your time, and you have a great night. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All righty, I guess there's some more here. 828, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 828, hello. Hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? Brett Grubb. All righty, man, what's going on? What's going on, man? And not too much. What's on your mind? I just want to say, I just want to say I'm a big fan. Um, and I'm glad I could reach you, man. You're like my favorite YouTuber, and you know it's. I've been nervous for the past couple of days over this, um, and you know it, it just means a lot to me for you to answer my call, man. And oh, uh, do you think Trump's going to win? I think so. I think I think he has a good chance of winning, but I also think, just being honest, that he has a big chance of losing because right now it doesn't look good. It, it, it all comes down to like. He may win the decision after they get done counting in the next couple of days or whatever, or he may go to court and fight it and then win. So it's going to be a battle either way. Um, he has a really big chance of winning. So I got confidence there, but again, big chance of losing as well. We'll see what happens. Oh yeah. I really think it's, I really think it's split. Um, and I mean, it's nervous and I mean, it's nerve wracking and I, I, I'm tired of this, you know, this this voter i mean this voter fraud we need to do something about it and and i was talking to my friend about it just recently i think what we need to do is we need to start a movement on this i mean we can't just let it go i think we need to talk about it like you've said we just can't let it slip through the cracks um because you know we're part of the reason here people voted um and we we can't let them just take it away because you know to me i mean it's just it's really it's really weird compared to like the 2016 map how arizona was red nevada was red um wisconsin and minnesota and places like that so i think something's up and i think we need to uh we need to do something as soon as possible if trump does not win that's right so we'll see how it goes oh yeah man and one more thing i know you got a lot of calls um, like I said, thank you for taking my call. And also, you were talking about a uh, previous guy was talking about a MAGA movement. You know, even if he loses, that MAGA movement is still going to be there. Uh, I completely agree with him. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to wear. I'm still going to wear the MAGA merch, um, and I, I would encourage other people to do that too. So, um, right on. But hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. And uh, you have a good day, and God bless. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All righty. Great call. Let's go to a few more here. All righty. Let's go 
Um, hold on here. The phone lines are blowing up, so I'm trying to get to everybody as soon as I can. If I can't get you, don't blame me. Blame the white man. Okay, let's get to the next one. All right, Skype caller. Who am I speaking to? Hey, we're going get. Are you hearing me? I hear you well. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up? What's what's going on? Who am I speaking to? Hey, my name is Arthur, man. I'm Indiana. Can, can, can you hear me? I hear you well. What's happening? Yeah, man. I, um, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just here, here, kind of like uh, watching, listening to what a lot of people are saying. I'm just, I just want to say that you know, this America is not a, it's not a, uh, um, a monarchy like another type of government. Like the president is not like a, a supreme leader. That's why I want to get a lot of people to know. Even if Trump loses and Biden wins, you got to understand that. Yes, a lot of things may get pulled back in the tax laws and all the other stuff, but he's not, you know, he's not a king or an emperor. He can just do whatever he wants. That's why I was happy that Trump got in the the lady with the, the Supreme Court justice. That was a very good thing that he did before he left. So even if he happens to lose, um, we, we still, that's still a good thing. And I live in a house with all liberal people, by the way. Uh, I did not vote this election. Uh, last election, I was 16. And now I'm 20, and all my family wanted me to vote liberal, so I just said, you know what, I'm not going to vote. I kind of prayed I kind of prayed about it. You can just imagine that, living in a home where, you know, everybody's kind of liberal, so I just decided to say I'm not going to vote. Because I, I know why, I, I knew why I did not want to vote for Biden, but I didn't know why I wanted to vote for Trump. Because every time you turn the news media, they keep saying the whole thing, fight. It was because of people like you, Candace Owens, um... Uh, the Hodge twins and other black conservatives that kind of opened up my eyes to realize that, you know, this man is not what the media keeps saying he is. And I always prayed about it because we, we are, we are, we are prayer people. We pray every day in my house. And ironically enough to think that, you know, it's kind of a liberal place because, you know, um, I'm, 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 we're immigrants here from, from Africa. So, you know, the media often also play on that, that, you know, immigrants was a vote from, you know, liberal or whatever. But I just want to say that from a religious perspective, because I'm not a political person at all. I think Trump kind of opened my eyes more to politics, but I'm not a political person at all. So just from a religious perspective, I would just say that, you know, God has a way of doing things that we humans cannot understand. You know, he can he, he's able to bring good from bad. So, and I would just say that to all the Christians watching, even if Biden wins and all these laws go pushing in their stream, uh, abortion laws and all this stuff, just realize that, as the scriptures said, in all things, God can work for the good of those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. So in all things, even when time seems hard, God is working for your good. So that's all I want to tell a lot of people today. Don't lose hope. Just keep praying and God is able to turn things around. He used Trump for the purpose for which he put him there. If that purpose is done, he can take him out. And, but he, he does not forsake his, his own. He said he will be with us even to the end of the age. So like I said, I'm not a politician or political person. I'm more religious. And America is on the war stage just like the ancient Roman Empire was. And God used the Roman empires for his for his good, just like he used Cyrus the Great for the good of the Jewish people. So God has the way of using anyone. So I just want to say thank you for your work. You people like you, Candace Owens, and all the other folks opened up my eyes. And I probably be praying more, time, praying more for you guys. I literally pray for you guys, even if you don't know it. I've been following your channel since you were, you know, very low, and and uh, I, I recently subscribed, but I've been following your channel for a long time. So thank you very much for taking my call, and uh, God bless you and God bless America. 
And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All righty. We got quite a few more calls on the line. I'm going to try to get as many as I can. The number to call is in the description box below. You can call through the phone number and also through the Skype email in the description box below. Let's get to the next one. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Hiya, uh, this is Adam from Nebraska. All righty, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, listen up on your stream and such. Uh, big fan and all. I've uh, been watching all your videos with the uh, uh, Antifa stuff and such. And with this election, it, it's crazy. Uh, I am literally having uh, half my family call uh, my half of the family racist because we don't uh, vote for Biden. And so it's like, it's crazy. I'm just trying to figure out what exactly has to go through people's heads for this to happen, to have people sp have their family split apart uh by uh politics like it's not something that should be going through a family on a daily basis yeah it, it really shouldn't be and i think that i had that kind of weird stage like back during the first time trump won and you know people my, my family got over it you know they, they're pretty much good i did lose a, little, a few friends here and there some family don't really like me that much but for the most part the family that really matters my close family they're they're good but people got to get beyond their feelings and their emotion. It's like, come on, we're talking about just voting. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. I mean, this whole racist thing, you could say that anybody is racist if you look hard enough. If you try to find it, you can see it. So I think people are going to get beyond their feelings and then they'll be able to see what's going on. But if they're blinded by that that that, that blind hatred and, you know, the, the, the non-thinking part of their brain, they can't really see too much. But they got to get over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it's definitely something that needs to be worked on. Um, I, and when it comes to those who believe in the, uh, like, uh, $15 minimum, I don't agree with that at all, really. Like, uh, some companies can afford it, but not those small ones. Like, I have a few small businesses over in my town here, my a small little town, about 3,000 people, um, that definitely could not afford that. Uh, but there's also those companies like Walmart, McDonald's, and such that can do that um, $15 minimum. So, I, like, I'm if it's for the bigger companies, I'm for it. If we're not, not, but not for the smaller ones. But see, that's that's the whole thing, though. Like a company like Walmart, I mean, they probably could not raise it. But let, let's just say they could raise it. Um, what they would want to do is have it be um, a national mandate to where everybody's got to pay it. So it's not just them, because if that's the case and they can afford it because they got their money and the other companies can't, they'll just they'll just get them more money because by having a higher minimum wage, you're going to force the small shops to close down. Therefore, Walmart gets more business. OK, no more little small mom and pop hardware store, no more little, um, you know, franchise restaurant. All of that will close down and it'll all come to Walmart and they'll get all the money. From the companies that close down because they don't exist anymore they get all their foot traffic and all that money so it works well for the big businesses to have a high minimum wage but it works against the small guy and that's the whole point behind not having a high minimum wage because you got to get the small guy in there to get his foot on a ladder of success and then maybe raise up to where you can start and then grow big and be able to pay more than minimum wage pay some real salaries and provide some real career opportunities for people 
All right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds logical. Um, yeah, uh, I just hope that this election goes by. Uh, I mean, either way, I'm pretty sure it's going to be fought for. Even like it, wh- whichever side is said said to have won, be it Biden or Trump, uh, there the other side's going probably going to like say that they don't accept it and it's going to go into court. Um, I just hope that that doesn't t- turn into a whole fiasco right there because already everyone's on edge. Everyone's looking for a reason to get in one another's face, in my opinion. Well, you know what? We already we we've passed the point of um this this thing hope this whole thing being crazy and everybody being on edge we're already right there so we might as well just go ahead and just have everybody be right here for a little while and get this thing resolved and hopefully we have a fair conclusion whether it's win lose draw whatever fair conclusion and move on with our lives mm-hmm. all right well thanks for having me thank you for the call appreciate you yeah have a good day all right so i have a video right here uh this is on a trump war room and Arizona, I think, is still in play. Hopefully, this is a new video. It came out at 10.03 p.m. just right now. And this is on MS-13 DNC. And, oh, pardon me, M- MSNBC, as, as the normies call it. But this is on Trump War Room. It's a quick video clip. And the caption says, Rachel Maddow's reaction to realizing President Trump is on track to win Arizona. Oh, God. Let's check it out. Of the new votes that were just reported out, Donald Trump won 43,966 of them. Joe Biden won 30,322 of them. Donald Trump is getting around 59% oh of these votes. <laughs> That's now, yeah, so that is, <clears throat> remember the three buckets here. Yeah. The first bucket was the early. Biden won it by 10. The second bucket was the same day. Trump won it by 26. The third bucket, you're looking at the start of that. Now, there's, this is not all of it. What we just got here, again, about 75,000 votes. Remember, they said there's about 400,000 and change to come out of Maricopa County. So we got 75,000 of 400,000 plus out of Maricopa County. This pace of 59% for Trump It might change as more ballots are added into here. So let's see. But this at least establishes, I think, up front the possibility here that this third bucket of votes is a Trump favorable bucket of votes. Okay, so what that means is this. All right. What that means is if Trump is able to get a certain percentage and you math whizzes in the chat, you pretty much know what I'm talking about. If Trump can get a certain percentage from Maricopa County that gives like i think i think numbers like 59 to 58 or 60 percent some kind of number that's right around the number that was right there if he can get that percentage of the vote for maricopa county then he can overtake joe biden because that's going to be the biggest pot right there that's phoenix maricopa county that's the biggest city obviously in the state so if trump is able to win that city at that rate from that particular bucket then he can succeed he can just go ahead and get arizona so we'll see how that works if he gets if he gets arizona that changes the whole game now we're in a whole different ballpark and you you heard Rachel Randall. oh god the media not even hiding their bias they don't care <laughs> it is out there with it they're out there with it so that's that's good news all right now um okay 57 57 so not 59 percent so 75,000 out of 400,000, that's a pretty good sample size, yes? 
Okay, that's a pretty good sample size. And if that is what it's looking like right now, he could kind of hold that or really close to it. Arizona might be a very slim margin of victory for Trump if he's able to flip it, but it could happen. We'll see. And again, you still got maybe even Michigan in the mix. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not really sure. But Arizona and Nevada are definitely in the mix. If you can get Arizona and Nevada to go red at that point, I think we're definitely back in the driver's seat. So we'll see how this whole thing goes. All right. So again, it's not over yet. The fat lady is still in the back warming up the vocals, but she ain't saying yet. I've not heard no fat lady songs as of yet. I don't hear no fat vocals in my ear. So let's just, you know, um, keep out faith that it's going to work out. But like, like we still got time. We still got a few states in flux. Let's see what happens. But either way it goes, there's plenty of election fraud, and we got to tackle that in general to get that under control for sure. All right, Arizona did not go red yet. We're still counting them votes. That's, that's going to be a while before we figure out what's going on, in my humble opinion. Let's get to the next call. All right, Skype, Skype call. Who am I speaking to? Uh, you're speaking to Steve, and um, I'm a big fan of your show. Ever since I first heard you make uh, videos online about you know politics, I'm a huge Trump fan. I don't want Biden to win, and I'm a a 20 year old Republican. Oh, wow. Sounds good, man. You know, young man still, you know, knowing what's going on in the world. I like it a lot. And thank, thank yeah, you for and, watching the show. And I'm blind, too. So, I mean, a, a blind guy listening to your videos, uh, Officer Tatum's videos. And, um, you know, I try to listen to some Candace Owens. I've been listening to some to, uh, conservative twins. I've, I've been trying to also, you know, follow some of these some some of you guys on Twitter, Instagram, and, and, and Snapchat and Facebook, but it's kind of hard to do that, you know. And, and, and you know, I, I'm really concerned about this voter fraud. I have a feeling that Trump is going to win fair and square, and, and the media is going to say the Democrats won, but Trump is lying, and then there's going to there's gonna be a civil war. I'm very worried about that. Well, I don't think that it would be a war or anything like that going on. Because like I was saying earlier, most people don't really want to fight. You know, and, and a lot of the things you've had over the past uh, year or so with BLM and whatnot, is usually a one-sided type of thing where someone gains up on somebody else. It's not really a fight where it's two combating parties that are going at each other. So I, I don't think it would be any kind of war going on. I think that all we got to do is to do the right thing. Now, I always tell everybody you have the right to defend yourself, but always be lawful and do the do the correct thing in general. So I won't be worried about no kind of war. But um, I think that the, the biggest thing here would be the the, the big tech, because regardless that all the fighting and stuff like that, that won't really counteract the stranglehold that big tech has on the flow of information. So you could be totally right in how you feel and what you're thinking. But if big tech tells people that it's not right, it's not correct, then it's hard to kind of break that. So I think that would be the proverbial battleground, big tech. Yeah, and I think that um, they should they should um, revoke Section 230 on big tech because, because um, Section 230 only says that uh, 
they should be able to, you know, it it can it can be a platform for all sorts of information. There shouldn't be suppression unless it's like illegal or promotes violence. And for them to censor the Hunter Biden story, they really wanted Biden to win. For them to do that, I mean, that's pretty much evidence right there. I tried to share the New York Post article several times, and even I couldn't do it. So you know right yeah i mean that's that's a that's a serious issue with all the censoring and stuff like that and they should revoke section 230 uh they, they're totally abusing it and not using it properly the the whole purpose was to prevent social media platforms from being sued for things they had no control over like if i upload something to the to twitter they can't get sued for that it's my fault that that got uploaded not twitter but now they're starting to upload their own stuff like I'm seeing tweets from the president and they're adding their own things that they wrote on it. So it was like they're editorializing. They are publishing their own information. So now they've become nearly the equivalent of a New York Times. If I send a story to the New York Times as an editor, I mean, as, as a writer, the editor comes in, he looks at it. Everyone else looks at it. They fact check it and then they put it out. That's what Twitter is doing. So that violates Section 230. So either they got to stop doing that or... Just go full all the way with it and become an online magazine, and their whole business model is pretty much dead. Yeah, and they're using Politifact. Politifact is democratic. It's not even Republican. Their their fact checking is is terrible. Some of their fact checking is accurate, but most of it is not. So, you know, they really yeah they they should become a magazine, and even Facebook is censoring. So yeah, Facebook, Twitter. All of that, they need to. Their Section Two Thirty needs to be revoked, or there needs to be a provision added to to, to you know say if you're going to act this way, okay, that's fine. We we can fine you if you're going to try to abuse Section Two Thirty. That should be totally billions of dollars. And I feel like Republicans need to go and like take these people to court, not just have these Senate hearings. It's a waste of time in the Senate. This needs to go to court. I agree with you 100%. And thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, it was nice talking to you. And, and tell uh, Officer Tate and I said hi. Oh, uh, will do, man. I got you. All right. All right, now. All right, great call. Shout out to my man for calling on in. Let me get to some more calls. The phone lines are blowing up. I'm talking about I have hundreds of calls. So y'all just, if I can't get to you, don't. it's, it's the white man's fault. Don't blame me. Okay. 512, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony, this is Ray. All right, man, what's going on? Hey, uh, th hey. first of all, thanks for taking my call. Uh, really quick, I mean, all I want to say is, as someone who is an immigrant to this country, I moved from, well, my parents and I moved from uh, Monterey, Mexico, all the way to Texas in 2003. Um, I am just so surprised maybe surprise isn't the right word, but I am just so proud of the turnout for um, Hispanics, especially uh, uh, Cubans in Florida, Texas, really all across the country. I think, I mean, I know right now we're talking a lot about Arizona and, and what's going to happen soon, but as someone who, you know, my family, it was just me and my mom, um, my dad was never really there, but we moved to the U.S. We worked hard. Luckily, in 2018, we became citizens of this great country. 
um, it is just insane seeing how much our lives have has changed since 2016 when you know Trump was um, elected. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit on the fence with him, but um, so was my family. But over the past four years, I mean, everything's been amazing, uh, at least for us, and I know many others, and I know many others. Uh, who were in our position, too, who were kind of doubtful for him back in the day, are just impressed on on this, um, you know, amazing president. So uh, I just want to say if there's any Hispanics out there, any Cubans, anyone who's in the same boat, who are immigrants, um, hey, uh, hang in there. We're, uh, we're making history. <laughs> right on, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Of course. Of course. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to the next one. 505, you're on the line, who am I speaking to? Yeah, this is uh, Frank out in uh, Maricopa County, Arizona. All right, man, so what's happening out there in your county? You think that it might go flip towards Trump? Well, I don't know, man. I was, you know, I was calling you to get some hope from you, man. <laughs> well, I just... Our votes have not been counted yet. I, I just saw a video. Wondering what's going on. I, I just saw a video yeah. on um from MSNBC. Did you see it when I played it? Yeah, I, I did see that one, but you know, it's the media, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I see, but people that are out there that I know, they're talking about. Well, they got word from their campaign that is looking like what they said on MSNBC. So, um, I think that this could this could go a different direction. <laughs> I think maybe that uh, yeah. Fox News called. Arizona too early, and they're gonna have to uncall it. I don't know, I don't know what happened or why it got called the way it did. I remember when it when it happened, everybody around here was just stunned because I've, I've spoken to some of the major campaign organizers and heard them. Uh, you know, they would give us the real polls compared to what the media was showing, and it was you know two completely different numbers. And so a lot of us out here are just completely shell shocked. We don't know what's going on. Like we're just stunned, and. Uh, hoping that you know trump or whoever the powers may be are going to make sure they go through and check everything you know correctly i wanted to tell you though man i'm a big fan of yours as well and uh you know it's hard to it's hard to keep hope nowadays especially during i've been watching you for a while during all these riots and all this crazy stuff the left starts you know perpetrating guys like you help me to feel like, you know, I can still have faith in my fellow countrymen because I'll be honest with as far radical as people are going, you know, whether it's on the left or the right side of the spectrum, you know, it's, it's getting hard to look at, you know, my fellow countrymen and say, Hey, you know, we're all Americans and we're all, you know, I really do feel like, I don't know. It's just hard sometimes and watching your show and, and how you just, you have a way of, you know, being taking a logical approach to everything it, it gives me a calm sense and makes me feel a lot better. So I'm a big fan, and I want to thank you for that. And I hope you have some more hope to give us. <laughs> oh, I do, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you for your calling. Very calm words. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Shout out to the caller. Now, here's a map that I found from Maricopa County in 2016. Um, I'm going to put it on the screen so I don't want to confuse nobody. But this is 2016 results. Now, Maricopa County, again, that's Phoenix, and it's around an area, of course, um, it went for Trump in 2016, 49.1% to 45.7%. Uh, Trump had 590,465 votes in 2016 compared to Hillary Clinton, 549, 40. 
549,040 votes. So that's a pretty big margin. That's about 40,000 votes difference in 2016. Now, there was three different pots that they were talking about that had not been counted in Maricopa County on MS-13 DNC. Out of the third pot, 59% of that was going more towards um, Donald Trump at that moment. They had 75,000 out of 400,000, if I'm not mistaken, or 300,000, some number. But if that if that number holds, then it could flip Arizona as a whole towards Trump. And I think if you take that number, the 59 percent or whatever they need. If you take that number and add it to the numbers that are already being counted for Maricopa County, you might get a number, a number similar to what they had in 2016. That's what I'm thinking. Any math wizards in the chat? If you if you know that, let me know in the comments below. What was the number that has already been counted for Maricopa County, if any? And what number do they need now? Totally, not just from the third pile, but totally to be able to get Trump over the hump in Arizona. All right. See, that's, that's the thing about these counties. I like I like the counties where you have a city in the seat, but then a surrounding area in the county. Because it kind of influences, I, I like the way that kind of works, you know. But I'm, I'll move to the next call here, and the phone lines are blowing up. All right, calling the line, we're speaking to 912. What's up, ABL? <laughs> Everything's good, man. What's happening? Uh, not much, man. Just sitting here watching the stream. <laughs> I'm out here in Georgia. Oh man, like how's everything going out there? You, you close to Atlanta? Or you somewhere like away from that particular part? I'm of the out here by Savannah. Oh, okay, you, you're in a better part. Okay, so how's everything going down there? It, it looked like everything was going good, and then I heard uh, some crazy stuff was happening up in DeKalb County. Uh, apparently, there was a random water pipe busted, and the and for a while the whole system went down. There was a glitch, and then it was red. You know, we wa I watched it with you for a long time last night, uh, but it was red the whole time. And and then out of nowhere, they're starting to say that, oh, Biden, it's looking like Biden could get Georgia. Yeah, I mean that that was crazy. The whole thing with the water pipe. I'm like, okay, this, how convenient. We, we're in the middle of the biggest election in many many years. Here comes a random water pipe breaking right in the middle of counting votes. Okay. I'm sure that was really random and it wasn't done on purpose, but uh, I think, I, know, right? <laughs> I, I think even with that, I think Trump will still win Georgia. It's, it's kind of reminding me of the whole Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp thing. That seemed kind of close as well to me when I was watching it, but then it just, it wasn't. And, and Brian Kemp wound up winning. And then you had Stacey and Wayne Abrams talking about, Oh, I'm the real winner. I still won. Still saying that to the day, two years <laughs> later, it's like, man, lady, get over it. You lost fair and square. It is what it is. So I think that um, I think this might be similar to what happened with Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp. That's my that's that's my projection. That's my prediction. Yep, yep. I mean, so I've never been into politics at all, not until May, and uh, basically the virus came, and where I worked at, thousands of people got laid off, and I, I got time to actually sit down. I started watching. Uh, you and uh, the conservative trans, Kenneth Owens, uh, Officer Tatum, everybody, man. And, and y'all just, y'all opened my eyes to it. 
to where I've actually tried to shed light to some of my friends that I went to high school with. But it's like talking to a brick wall, man. Yeah, it's hard to really try to convince somebody that's not open minded, really. And I really don't do it too much. Uh, if anything, if you're trying to convince somebody, I just try to ask them questions about general life. I don't ask about politics specifically or nothing like that. I ask about general life. And then see how they respond yep. and just talk to them like that. I don't talk to them about Trump or no politics or nothing, just general issues. And I ask them questions that are kind of loaded. I mean, I cheat a little bit, but that's fine. I ask them about taxes. I'm like, all right, you're trying to pay, you know, 20% more in taxes. You're trying to get less money. I mean, is that what you want to do? And then they can't, exactly. they, they can't say no. They're not going to say no. So then I try to get them on that if I want to really attack them. But sometimes I leave well enough alone and just let them be. Yep. I think I think with all the support that we have, that it has grown since 2016. I don't I don't see how. I mean I see how because they cheated clearly. I mean they've been doing so much illegal stuff up in Michigan, out in Texas, and who knows how else around the country it's been like that. You know that it's actually been, you know, uh, like Project Veritas and and them guys they they uncover it. That's right. Yep, yep. But yeah, I just wanted to say uh, appreciate it, man. Keep doing what you do. And uh, Trump 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. Take care. Later. All right. Great call. Great caller. And the number to call is in the description box as well as the Skype number to call. And the phone lines are blowing all the way up. Let me try to get to some more. Call you online. Let's pick a 2402. Oh, hey. This is Nate. I finally got through. <laughs> I've been... Uh, calling for like nonstop. But anyways, uh, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, with all this dishonesty and all this, I don't think we should let this go. And I believe that we need to keep on it is because if, if we let this happen, like our Republic is dead. Like if we can't have an honest election, like what Republic do we have left? And if we let this dishonesty continue, what, what about the next election and the, and the other next election and seeing the video of the guy getting hung, hung up on the gross toss? Um, I just, I'm sick of the dishonesty. My, my father was in Arizona and my stepmom verified that my dad went in there. They switched out all the pins with the Sharpies. So that is going on. And I'm just frankly sick of it. Um, and that, that's my, and I did watch your live all last night so you you are a great help and uh basically you're my mainstream media now i don't even watch fox or cnn i watch youtube guys like you and uh just wanted to put put that out there so um well i thank you for the call uh, man definitely appreciate you uh my biggest concern if biden wins what's your take on the second amendment I'm just, I'm more afraid of Harris getting in there. I don't know, but I'm just more afraid of, you know, what's going to happen with the Second Amendment. Because with the executive order, they they have that power with the pen now. And I'm more afraid with the Second Amendment being at risk now, too. And uh, what's your take on, too, if it does go to SCOTUS, um, like with the recount and everything? Like, this is pretty terrifying for our country to be at this threshold or this crossroads at this time. I just want your take on it. I know that there's other calls. <laughs> okay, well, Second Amendment, 
I'm not really worried about that because, I mean, to change the Constitution, to amend, to, to make an amendment change or to add something, that's going to take an overwhelming amount of, you know, you can have a lot of support from the federal government on both sides. If that's something that really doesn't happen. Uh, they, they may try to do some kind of restrictions and pass new laws, but I think that our saving grace is having the Senate um, will most likely stay in the hands of the Republican Party. And also, you're going to have the Supreme Court stacked up, 63. They may try to expand it and try and even it up, but I'm not sure that's going to work because, again, you got to have support from a lot of different people. So I think that we're going to be okay, but I think some of these states may be emboldened to do some things on their own, and that's going to be a problem. So depending upon where you live, you may have more strict laws in other parts of the country, but I'm not too worried about the Second Amendment and, and gun control. They may try to put some things through, but I think it might be difficult, more difficult than what they okay. imagine. And as far as, um, okay. what, what was what was the second question? Uh, the taking care of all the, on all the dishonesty, like that too, like, and like the SCOTUS, like, uh, if this does go to court, like how can, how can this, with all this fraud going on, nothing happens. Like this fraud continues to happen, and no one gets punished for it. It's sickening. You know what? It, that's, the, I'm gonna answer your question. I got like limited time. I'm gonna answer your question. I I, I know. The, the thing about you know people getting punished and whatnot, that's gonna take a lot of time because the the issue is just with all these people that are ingrained in government, these long-standing government employees, people that kind of laugh at you when you come in as a president. It's like, okay, you're here for a short period of time. I'm here for. I've been here 20, 30 years. I've seen presidents come and go. That's kind of what's going on. So you got to get these long-time officials out of the way and get people in that are, you know, going to do something that is is beyond what those who have been there for a long time are going to do, something better than what they're going to do, have less corruption and stuff like that. So I think that will be one of the main things we got to focus on. Okay. Yeah. And I, I love your show. I know there's other callers because I try to get on. <laughs> So uh, God bless, and I pray for the best and, you know, plan for the worst. Uh, I just hope this, you know, prevails. I hope Trump wins and does a recount because this shouldn't be allowed to happen. So um, just wanted to point that out. But thank you for taking my call. So Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank, no problem. Thanks. Bye. All right. Let's get to some more calls here. Okay, let's try. Wow, the the the, law, the lines are blowing up. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Hello, Skype caller. Hello. Yes, uh, turn your speakers down for me, please, in the background. Hi. Yeah. All righty, who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Jada McCann. All right, what's going on? Um, I just wanted to talk about how last night, I mean, I didn't really, of course, I want with everything in my heart for Donald Trump to win because I think he's one of the best presidents that we've had in our history. But um, whether or not um, Donald Trump won or lost, I think one thing that we as conservatives value is just kind of the decency that we have. If Donald Trump lost, I think the next day um, it will be difficult, but we would not go and loot and burn down the city we would go to work um and so whether or not donald trump lost um i last night i was kind of prepared for that um 
as long as it was a free and fair election. But from what I've seen with um, things in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin with them not allowing people to um, observe them counting the votes and with them shutting down um, and stopping the counting at in the middle of the night. We've never done that before. Um, that's just really odd to me. Um, and then there's huge spikes and they just all of a sudden find a couple hundred thousand votes in Michigan in the middle of the night. Um, and it's just there's a lot of really um, fishy things going on. And so I think that's what's really frustrating me right now is that um, I I think a lot of people are losing faith in our election system. Um, and if this just becomes a battle of the courts and that's that's not America. I mean, I keep hearing this word of like um, America is really seeming like this seems like an election, a banana republic or an Eastern European country. This is not um, the United States of America. We should be able to have a free and fair election. Um, and I think a lot of conservatives knew that um, the mail in voting was just going to be ridiculous. And it's not um, it's just going to end up being a mess. Um, with votes coming in from all over the place um, and uh, really susceptible, a lot of susceptibility to fraud. And a lot of conservatives knew that. And I think we should have pushed harder against mail-in voting, Um, although I think a lot of conservatives did push hard against it. Um, But it's just I can't even tell you how many times I saw on CNN or MSNBC because I try and watch um, as much as it hurts. I try and watch liberal um, media sources as much as I do conservative to try and get a balanced view. Um, But I can't tell you how many times I saw on CNN or MSNBC, um, like whenever somebody would bring up how susceptible mail-in voting was to fraud, they're like, oh, no, it's great. It's there's no evidence for fraud and it's totally fine. And people do this all the time and it's great. And then now we're just seeing this mess. And I think it was totally expected by conservatives. And it's just really frustrating that we can't have um, a fair election and um, get it together. I think we really need to get it together in our um, election system right now. It's just really frustrating to see. I agree with you 100 percent. Yeah. So that's kind of I just wanted to put that out there. And I think I'm not sure if you saw the video of um, Rudy Giuliani. He kind of talks about um what they've been seeing in Pennsylvania and Michigan, Wisconsin, and um, Arizona and Nevada. I think those are really key states. I'm hoping that Trump will win Georgia and North Carolina, um, but I think it's up to those four states, Nevada, Arizona, um, Pennsylvania. And then I really think that um, there's just a lot of fishy stuff going on in Michigan and Wisconsin. It's really, really close there within um, several thousand votes. And so I think um, they really need to look into that. And I've seen, um, I heard somebody else talking about earlier, there's videos of people, um, bringing suitcases and, um, and things out of, um, polling stations. Um, and so I think it just really needs to be looked into so we can, um, have a free and fair election considering how close this is right now. Um, and I think the coronavirus really just opened a lot of doors, for Democrats this election, which is just um, in three ways specifically, I think it brought them a lot of um, power and control over the people. And then I think it helps them um, in terms of the election with being able to do mail-in voting. 
Um, right. And, and that um, opens up a lot of the doors for them to um, skew the election. Um, and so I think, and then, yeah, so it's just really frustrating to see um, they're kind of taking advantage of this and putting a lot of fear in the people. And, um, I mean, I think Democrats are just doing what they're doing right now. It's not really um, unexpected, but it definitely is um, frustrating to see. Right on. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right now. Have a good night. All righty. We got a few more calls on the line. A lot more calls on the line. Let's go. Before you're online, I'm going to speak to Speaking of Dale Welsh, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Doing good, man. I've been a long time, a long time watcher. Um, so I actually have something interesting to bring up. If you look at New York in 2020, if you look at New York in 2016, you'll see that Biden... Call you kind of muffled. I can't really hear you too much. Hold on one second. Can you hear me better now? It's similar, but go ahead. Um, if you look at New York in 2016 and you look at New York in 2020, Biden actually lost a million votes compared to Hillary. And if you look at California, it's the same exact thing. Biden lost about a million votes in correspondence to Hillary Clinton. So you can't tell me that there's been a historic record turnout for Joe Biden when he can't even pull, you know, mainly Democrat states. Uh, you know, that's, that's a good point. There's definitely some progress made there. So if you're losing that many votes, it, it can't just be looked at as, oh, well, he's got the same places. Well, let's, let's look into it, really, and see what's going on. And then we can get a better understanding of what's happening. Oh, exactly. I mean, if he's losing a million votes between California, uh, in California and in New York, he's definitely losing votes in the long haul in all these battleground states, too. There's massive fraud. Right. Absolutely. My wife has something to say. We love you here in PA. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right man well you stay strong i right, thank y'all for the call definitely appreciate it you too man bye all righty now i'm trying to find a map from 2016 an interactive map from, two, from 2016 that shows what happened oh yeah so let's take a look at this okay i'm gonna put this on the screen so just so you guys know, just for disclaimer, this is not the current map. I repeat, this is not the current map. This is 2016 map. So don't nobody say you showed me the wrong map in Trump when this is 2016 map. I'm doing the comparison between 2016 and 2020. Okay, so here's a 2016 map. And California, it has Hillary Clinton with 8.7 million votes compared to Trump 4.4 million votes. So that's California with 100% reporting. And now California has 7.9 million for Biden and 3.9 million for Trump. So it's a lower voter turnout overall in California. Trump had 4.48 in 2016 compared to 3.96 so almost about 400,000 less Biden had 7.9 million compared to Hillary Clinton 8.7 so there was less for each candidate this time much less but Hillary Clinton had the bigger 
drop off. Well, the Democrats had a bigger drop off. Hillary to Joe was a bigger drop off. 7.9 to 8.7. So you're talking about 700,000 less compared to Trump having 400,000 less. Scary Gary, Gary Johnson had 4. Point, well, 478,000. And how much did Joe Jorgensen have? Well, they're not showing that right here. She might have had right around some amount, maybe a little bit less. So maybe here's here's a just a, a novel thought. Maybe there's two things that could have happened. Number one, there was just less voter turnout, or people that were in California they, they spread the California virus to other parts of the country. You know, same voters just left. Arizona, that's still kind of wrong, but they just left. So who knows? And again, this map right here, this is a 2020 map, but it's not final. Nevada obviously ain't final. Arizona's not final. Alaska, they ain't called that. Georgia, they ain't called that. Uh, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, they ain't called that. So we still got time. So don't, don't look at those maps. I'm just looking at, you know, I'm just telling you kind of what's going on right now, comparing it to 2016. Let's get to the next call. All right, Skype caller, who am I right. speaking to? Huh? Who am I speaking to? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you live? I'm live right now. Who am I speaking to? Oh my God, then my feed is not showing. I'll have you on. It's not showing the correct sound. Uh, okay, but don't look at the don't look don't get YouTube. Just talk to me on the phone. So what's going on? All right. Well, hello, Anthony. What's my happening? Name, you know, my name's Anthony too. Great name. Yeah, I know. So about the election and all that, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've really never been into politics as much as I have since this election. Yeah, well, I think that's the case a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I got like, uh, it's just, it's crazy. I know, but am I on speaker? Tell me off, please. Huh? Am I on speakerphone? Uh, yeah. Tell me off, please, because it's a, it's an echo. I can hear myself. Wow. Okay. All right, we good. Okay, you 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 um you actually put yourself on mute, so you gotta just you know get 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 yourself, get yourself off mute, and then are you there? Uh, hold up, <laughs> I got headphones. Okay, so we good. All right, we live. We live on the air now. Come on. All right, man. I gotta be honest with you. When uh, Trump voted, uh, voted. When Trump uh, ran for election in 2016, I actually hated him. Mm. I, I hated the guy's guts. Uh, I, everything the news said about him, everything people said about him, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere I saw him, all the jokes that were being made, I believed him. Of course, I didn't really, you know, like indulge in it, but uh, I actually was praying like as a re religiously for him to lose. Mm. And so, like, why, why, why did you believe what the the the, the media and the comedians? Why, why, why did you believe that? Because growing up, I always assumed that hey, these people were the ones since they were the only ones. I mean, when you think of any news, you don't automatically go to YouTube, you don't automatically go to Instagram. You turn on the TV because everyone has a TV. And you know what? If the TV says it, then it's always right. Ain't that right? That's what we grew up. <laughs> right. <laughs> we grew up believing. Right. But I'm not sure when. I don't even remember by this point. But 
I guess with channels like you, with obviously, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a fan of you, but that don't take that the wrong way. I'm literally not a fan. I don't see you in a bad light. I just never been exposed to this channel. It's all right. Like, it's fine. Yeah, I definitely recently been following stuff like Officer Tatum, Tim Pool. You know all all those guys. Uh, you I just found today though, because I was worried. I was seeing. I was, you you know, when I went to sleep last night, I was thinking like. Of all the calls I other of all the other calls I heard, that this was going to be a landslide. That's what a lot of us were thinking. That's what I thought too. But I think I think the bigger thing that we got to look at in this election that really impacted it was big tech. I mean, if you saw all the censorship, like outright censorship, uh, guys getting banned from Facebook, just regular people that not even really political commentators, just regular Joes, getting banned from Facebook, Facebook jail for just saying some random thing about a particular event. Posts getting edited, stuff getting deleted, website traffic getting throttled. Big tech had a really big impact on the election in favor of Joe Biden, in my humble opinion. So the landslide, we thought, I think that might have got kind of squashed by some outside forces that we didn't count on. Well, you know what? I that As someone who subscribed to The Quartering, I know he's, you know, whatever. Uh, I thought with all the repu- those types of things that you just said, being reported left and right, being called out left and right. If something like that's being called out left and right, you would think more people would be aware. And I didn't re- and you know, it's amazing how it's still happening to that extent. I mean, it's like it's, it was almost completely undermined. You know, being being aware is one thing. Being able to stop it is something totally different. You know, we saw them go to the Senate hearings, but it was kind of a dog and pony, so nothing happened. So it's like, okay, we, we know something's going on to the point where they're going to Senate hearings, but what's actually the result of the hearings? Not a whole lot. So... You can you can see it happening, but can you stop it? That's the whole thing. You could be on the train tracks when the train's coming, but you can't magically stop the train from going. So you might just get hit. It is what it is. Well, you know, uh, I was watching your channel, which what I assumed was real time, and I gotta be honest, uh, uh, I was getting into real heated debates with uh, some other guys on no channels, and then these comments start flooding in. Like saying, wow, this did not age well. Wow, you suck. Officer Tatum posted a video. Uh, this is how Trump's got two videos. This is how, one titled, this is how Trump's going to lose the election. Two, this is the worst case scenario. And I was, I posted it. And the recent comments were saying, you lost the election. Uh, this did not age well. He should t- delete this video now. And like, what the hell? And then that's when I started freaking out because I was, I was too afraid. I turned off to normally because of all the BS of the actual news channels. And when I saw this, I was too afraid to look it up. I was too afraid to check it out. And, well, you know, when I was I was ready to call you, I would wanted to think because I was scared. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to understand that Biden, whether he directly or not, his path, it's much, it's so close to, to crap like socialism, communism, Marxism, definitely Marxism. I don't see, well, yeah, I mean, if you take big tech into account, I don't see how the majority of American people would willingly choose. I I got you, man. I got got a lot of calls on. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Well, one thing I wanted to take out. Call up, call up. I'm sorry. I got to get to the next call. Thank you for the call. All right. Let's get to the next call and let's go. All right, Skype caller. Who am I speaking to? Hello, Skype caller. Going once, 
going twice. Sorry, let's get to the next call. All right, Sarit, what's happening? Hey, not much, man. Um, you know what, man? I always knew if there was going to be some cheating, it's always going to go one way, man. It's always going to go in favor of the Democrats and against Trump. You know what I'm saying? And even if you look at this entire election, all these stupid leaks, like, you know, some, you know, some anonymous source coming out saying out of nowhere that Donald Trump said that. Uh, what would he say? He said something about the troops. Like, I don't visit loser troops. I, don't, I, I can't remember. But it was so, something dish, 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 disrespectful towards troops. And it's just crazy. All these quote unquote leaks was coming out against Trump. Nothing is coming out against Biden. And then I just knew in this election, bro, when you have mail-in ballots, bro, I just, something told me, man, this ain't going to go right, bro, because I went to sleep last night, man. Trump was winning Michigan. I was like, this is a wrap. Bro, how do I wake up and this man is losing Michigan, Wisconsin? I'm like, what is what is going on? And then all these votes that they find. It's all pro-Biden, man. So, yeah, man, um, I do hope Trump fights this. And, you know, we got the Supreme Court, bro. And, you know, the Supreme Court is political. And, you know, if it goes to the Supreme Court, the conservative justices need to look. I'm sorry. They need to look out for conservatives, bro. Just like just like liberals do, man. If this was a bunch of liberal justices, they would they would do it. Put everything aside. Put conservatives first, man, because we are in a culture war and we're not going to let these people steal. And then the other thing is, bro, the black community, bro, especially, man, this win is is the greatest loss for the black community. Because now what black folks just did is black folks affirm that they don't want nothing. They just want to feel good. Even if you try to come up with policies specifically for black people, black people have told the United States that we will attack our own just to make sure that a Democrat who makes us feel good is in power. And I, I swear, bro, there's some idiots who are saying that Biden is going to now. No, no. They said that the Democrats is now going to take black people seriously. I'm like, <laughs> bro, they've been telling you that every four years. They're never going to take you seriously. You know why? Because you have no backbone. You don't you you never put your foot down when you're being disrespected. They're over here writing articles about your men, how 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 male chauvinistic they are. And and what and what does the black male do? Overwhelmingly still votes votes for them. You got Ebro talking about black men. So so the thing is, bro, like you're gonna see a lot of sassy black liberals laughing, talking noise. But to me, it just it just paints this picture of, of America that really if liberals don't get their way, they get to riot on the streets. They get to bust things down. And we're going to have to deal with that until they get their way, bro. So, man, all I have to say before I get off is that Trump needs to fight this, man. He needs to fight this. Um, and we need to support him. You know what I'm saying? Donate or whatever. Because, bro, this is the crossroads. We can't allow this death to take place. And conservatives just keep getting rolled. And that's pretty much all I got to say, man. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, man. That was an excellent call. And you know what? I'm going to add on that. Thank you, Tariq, for the call. Um, I like when Trump came out last night and spoke. Um, Before he came out, I was watching Fox. <sighs> That's a different story. And they were saying what he might say or how he might say it before he came out. Okay, he had a teleprompter set up. He's like, okay, that he won't come out there and say anything crazy because... 
you know, he doesn't want to mess up anything for court. He's going to be by the book and read. And as soon as he came out there, he was like, look, man, he ain't read, he ain't read no teleprompter at all. He was like, look, this whole thing has been a farce. It's been a sham. But you got, now we're going to court. And didn't I call it new? I knew we were going to go to court. And he would try to read the teleprompter for like two words and just go right back to talking. Because it's like, look, okay, I know, I know what y'all are going to do now. Now you're going to try to take it. So let's let's forget all the nonsense. Let's not try to play like we don't like we know what's going on. I know what's happening. You know what's happening. Everybody knows what's happening. You want to try to steal. You're engaging in corruption. So let's go to court. How about that? Let's not let's not let's not beat around the bush. And that's why I like Trump because he's the kind of guy that's just going to say what's going on. See, a lot of regular people they like politicians because they tell them what they want to hear and they tell it to them in a very beautiful way. You know, they'll lie to you in your face with a smile, but you like that because you don't want to hear that, that uncomfortable truth. You don't want to hear somebody say what's really going on because it kind of gets in the way of, of what you think somebody presidential should say. All right. So I got time for me one more call. Uh, I'm a, you know, thank y'all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. You guys are the best audience on the internet. All right. Let's get to this one. Skype caller, who am I speaking to? Hi. I just wanted to call in real quick. Um, my state, New Mexico, went totally blue as soon as the polls came out. So, unfortunately, that didn't work out for us. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, um, yeah, I know, but it is what it is. I just wanted to say that, you know, I think Trump has these lawyers. I think they're really great lawyers. Um, I think that as soon as they start going to court with this, it's not going to be hard at all to do. Oh, not not at all, because it's definitely going to be a lot of evidence out there. People are going to exactly. come forward. They're going to have video, audio, all that stuff. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be a battle that I think we can win for sure. Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, the still dossier, they handled that really well. And um, this is just going to be the same exact thing. So. Absolutely. All right. We'll keep the hope. Thank you. Thank you for the call. All right. Excellent. Excellent call. I got time for one more. All right, Skype caller, who am I speaking to? ABL? Yes, sir. How's it going, boss? I'm here in Arizona. All right, man. So how's everything going out there where you are? This is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Well, they're out there at the 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 counting office protesting the Trump supporters. There's a few hundred of them on TV. But hey. they're down there at the election office right now. Yeah, I understand because... We can't just act like this is it's, it's okay. We're going to let things go. We want to make sure that everything is going by the book. Because if it doesn't, that's going to be a problem. Court is going to happen regardless, but we got to make sure that everything happens correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I lived in Arizona my whole life, and it's just we open our doors, all the people from California flowing in here, and this is how we're repaid. It's just, oof. I didn't see this one. I didn't see this one at all. But I don't even know if it's real because I don't know if they're dumping ballots. You know, a few hundred thousand here, a few hundred. I don't even know. But something doesn't feel right with this whole thing. And I mean, I just can't believe our state went blue. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was totally shocked. I was like, they, and when they called it, I was like, what? How did they call in Arizona? I, I was totally shocked. Yeah. So I don't know if there's some shenanigans going on. Or if we just didn't see this and, and now our state is just blue. Um, I know here the whole marijuana thing passed too. So 
I don't know. Maybe the tides have turned in Arizona, but it's just, whew. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just shell shocked. So hopefully, you know, Trump's lawyers can get things done. And, um, you know, I saw you went live and I was like, shoot, I better hit him up because <laughs> I'm here in Arizona. So, but, but yeah, we could only hope and, and pray for the guy and, and, um, see where the cards fall. ABL. Oh, definitely, man. Absolutely. So, all right, Bill. Well, take, thanks for taking my call. I just want to shoot in real quick from Arizona. And uh, hopefully, you know, things come out right. They said they're not even done counting. So I think there's still like 800,000 ballots left or something. So I don't know. <laughs> Hope for the best. But right, Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, you. ABL. Be safe, man. All right, peace. Right. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a long way. A long way to go. We can't just act like, you know, it's over with. No. I'm saying, like like I said from the beginning, it looks like it may go in favor of Biden, but at the same time, it could go for Trump. And I think that we have a lot of life left in the election. Nevada, that's still up up for grabs. Arizona, up for grabs. I think we got Georgia. North Carolina, we got North Carolina. I think we got Pennsylvania. And Michigan might be, might be up for grabs, maybe. So we got a few different ways we can approach this thing. But the, the lesson to learn, regardless of what, is to understand that you know, these people on the left, they'll go through anything to win. Anything. Big tech, same thing. So we got to really just keep our eyes on the prize and not let the foot off the gas when you're talking about these elections. Even when, I'll be confident, even when Trump wins, that can't be the end. You can't just say, okay, we got Trump in office. That's it. Keep the foot on the gas and run the score up. Until, I'm talking about if you're playing basketball and the team is down 100 points to zero, get 300 more points, 500 more points. Ain't no mercy. Keep running the score up. And shout out to my brother Brandon for that one right there. Run the score up on him. All right. That's all I got for, for now. Um, if you couldn't call, if you couldn't get through the, the phone the phone lines, I'm sorry. It's not my fault, man. You got to blame the white man for the lack of being able to get on through the phone lines. I'm sorry. We got like 14,000, 15,000 concurrent. It's crazy. It's hard to get everybody on. So I just thank y'all who were here. You guys are the best. Um, thank you to the mods for doing a great job keeping everybody in line. Best you can with 14,000, almost 15,000 people concurrent consistently. Um, I got super chats to read. I'm going to read those, and then the show will be over. I'll be back live again on Saturday. But I put out videos all throughout the week pre-recorded, Monday through Saturday normally. If I got two topics, I put out two videos. But I always put out something. And, of course, I'm on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. I'm on Twitter, Twitter.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. And Facebook, uh, what's that, 1776 Logan and also Anthony Brian Logan. Go to the website, AnthonyBLogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. Everything is right there. So regardless of YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, I got my own website that I built on my own host. So it's me. It's mine. It belongs to me. All my intellectual properties on there. My articles that I write, original articles, original content, original videos, all right there on anthonyblogan.com. All right. Super chat's on deck. I'm going to read those, and then we're going to be out. All right. Thank you to, let me see. Dory, who says, thanks for all you do, ABL, hoping and praying that Trump wins, even if it's not until Christmas with the Christmas tree emoji. Let's get rid of the Marxist communists. I'm right there with you. Thank you for that. 
Thank you to Sweet Tooth Ten who says, if Donald Trump loses, can he pull a Grover Cleveland and run in twenty twenty four? I think I answered that. I think he, I think he can do that. Yes, because you only had to have, you only got to have a two term limit. There's no limit to running again after you skip a term. So shout out to David who says electors of each state have to vote for the person who won the state. Um, let me see. Thank you to Maria who says, what happens if they prove vote fraud? Uh, it, it just depends on what they actually saw. You may have some votes that get thrown out. You may have some votes that get recasted. It all depends on what happened. Um, thank you to Charles Turner who says, why is it that red states like Ohio, Texas, and Florida called their votes by midnight while this is holding out? I think I read that one already. Skip ahead a little bit here. Um, let me see. Ian says, there is no way that Biden got more votes than Obama. Also, I highly doubt that 88% of Wisconsin registered voters turned out never before done. Yeah, 88% of voters turning out for the election, that's highly unlikely. Especially when, since you've got the virus going on, that's a little bit too high. Now, you do have a special circumstance this year because of the virus, but still, that's way too high. Thank you to VO Stirrup. Who says Nevada will release more mail-in ballot results on Thursday on the PBS News webpage? That's super sketchy. Love from Ireland, man. Love the streams. Shout out to you all the way out there in Ireland. Shout out to Don who says Anthony Brian Logan, you're one cool brother and a Trojan. I'm so glad I found your channel. Keep up the great work, bro. And no problem, man. Thank you for that. Thank you to Serpent's Truth who says. Um, the problem is if Biden wins, there will be no going back. The damage will be done and communism will reign and there will be chaos. This sucks majorly. I mean, I wouldn't say all that. You know, I think we still got a little bit of control over ourselves. Now, I think Biden will try to put some crazy stuff in there, but we still got control over ourselves. We still got states and all that. So I think we'll be OK. But it will suck. The economy, man, more than anything for me, that'd be what is really bad. Because you could do things federally that would kill the economy. But as far as your individual state where you live at, it's kind of harder to do that as far as your security and stuff. Um, uh, opening the border might be your problem, though, so that's a different story. I'll talk about that later. Thank you to Wouter. No, I'll tell your name, and I'm sorry, who says, just my support for you. I appreciate you. Thank you to Barry Bate, who says, watch the whole stream last night. Biden can still win, but we will forever cherish Trump and love his love for the USA. His movement will continue. Hashtag MAGA. Thank you to Draco and Kodak, who says, I'm not understanding how the Michigan counties are showing mostly red, but Biden got the state because of the city, because of Detroit, Wayne County. That's pretty much how it goes in every state. And it, it just depends on how red your city is. That would be how your state goes. Okay, let me go back to where I was. Um, thank you to Marley Smiles, who says, Department of Homeland Security control official ballots production Democrat print extras not knowing about the non-radioactive isotope watermarks and official ballots. Military sting operation after weeding out all counterfeit ballots. Trump's landslide is confirmed. Well, we see how that works. Thank you for that. I had no idea about the, the watermark. That's that's a secret secret information. Thank you to Nippin who says, hashtag Logan Tatum2024. Thank you to Porter Rock who says, people leave blue states by the boatloads and move to red states with the perks but still vote blue. So ignorant. I don't understand it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because it's like they don't understand why the blue states are the way they are. They don't get it. They think that it's just because geography, they don't understand. It's their policies to make a state the way it is. So then they go to a blue state and then well, they go to a red state, turn it into a blue state, and they bring the same problems with them. Like I said about Austin, Texas. Austin is like a, like a California enclave at this point. 
okay, they got all the drugs and the homelessness. The same thing that you would have in San Francisco, you got in Austin, Texas. But you don't have that anywhere else other than Austin, for the most part, in Texas. It's because you bring your same policies with you to the new place. When in Rome, do it the Romans. If you want to have Rome, if you don't want to have Rome, then do wherever you come from and you'll have wherever you came from. And thank you to Miss Stanford, who says, hashtag ABL2024. Appreciate you for that. Thank you to Nanya Business, who says, Project Veritas just released a vid of a Michigan postal worker saying his boss told him today to stamp any ballots they find with yesterday's date. So, yeah, I played that video earlier. What happened was there was a guy out there in Michigan and they were finding ballots in mailbox and also like uh, some of the drop off, the, 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 the drop off mailboxes, the big blue ones and also people's personal mailboxes in their houses. If they found any ballots on today, November the 4th, you take them, sort them away from the regular mail and stamp them with yesterday's date so they would count. That happened in Michigan, allegedly, according to whistleblower, that works in the post office. All right. Thank you to Beach Samurai, who says, Project Veritas, info just dropped, check it. Also, Arizona has Trump winning, nothing official, please check. Tranquility Base says, Trump has already won, pulling off the biggest sting in history. Mark my words, God bless America and the Patriots. Thank you to Jay Karen for your donation. Thank you to Shaggy Boy for the thank you. Thank you to Wooter, who says, don't let Soros lead you in civil war. Thank you to Stella Rolo, who says, ABO, did you see the, the Veritas video that just dropped? USPS whistleblower details directed from superiors to backdate mail and ballots. Thank you to Robert 68, who says, thanks, ABO. Say the course, brother, and keep it up. Good work, fellow TNCN. Thank you to Hammerstein, who says, let's say Biden gets Nevada and hit 270, but Trump could get Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia and be at 271. Is that true? I'm not sure if that's true. We got to do a little bit of, uh, we got to investigate that one. Thank you to Plastic Pellets who says, unfortunately, I think I hear Rosie O'Donnell singing. <laughs> no, she's not singing yet. She's warming up the vocals, but she's not singing yet. Okay. She might have had the lap band surgery, so she's not quite fat. She's not fat enough. And thank you to uh, McLaren who says, love your work, ABL, keep spreading the truth. Will do. You know, I'm going to keep on rocking and rolling. Thank you to Candace for your... Cheshire Cat donation. I guess that's me. <laughs> Thank you to Salt and Light, who says, new Project Veritas video on voter fraud. Michigan just released. Check it out. Uh, WV, thank you for your donation. Thank you to Daniel Malice, who says, ABM Michigan UPS Insider. USPS tells James O'Keefe that his superior told him to backdate late mail. Yeah, that that I'm going to do a video about the Project Veritas tomorrow. You know, I did a reaction here earlier, but I'm going to do a video about it tomorrow and talk about that. And talk about some of the fraud that's been going on, that's been reported, that we have video of, that we have evidence of, and that may be uncovered when we look at all of the fraud that's happening. If we're going to sue and go to court with it, then let's go to court and look at all the evidence that's on the table. Okay? If you're out there and you work at the post office, you can whistleblow. If you work at a polling place, you can whistleblow. Go ahead and do that. Not, not for me, not for Trump, but for the whole country. I think it's a... Brian Alex 21 who says unfortunately he will let in the illegal aliens talking about Joe Biden thank you to Teresa for becoming an ABO supporter thank you to Teresa again who says hashtag fake election uh Candace says just a donation thank you to C Arrow who says appreciate your work and effort brother ain't no problem man thank you for your donation and your very kind words thank you to Louis Green who says thank you for putting in the hours ABL pray for our country hey can't do nothing else man gotta do it 
Thank you to Marie Stark for your donation. Thank you to Brian Huthmacker who says, search Donald J. Trump. We the people. You're in it. All right. I check it out. Uh, matter of fact, let me do it right now just so I don't forget because I will forget. I get so much, so many emails and it just, it's just crazy. All right. I'll, I'll check that out a little bit later, but I got it in the tab so I can go back to it. Thank you to Bo Gonzalez who says, type in Antifa.com. It brings you to Joe Biden's page. Yeah, that's, that's funny how somebody did that. Thank you to On Demand Mobile Truck Repair for your donation. Thank you to Tammy F who says, Project Veritas just posted a video showing USPS whistleblower. Hey, I, I'm going to do a video about that one. Hammerstein says, is it racist to call out a dialect we hear or voice accents without being negative? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the circumstances and the situation. Thank you to Jesse and Megan who says, do you think John James still has a chance to win back Michigan Senate seat? I feel like corruption has taken the win from him. Thank you, ABL. He has a chance. Trump has a chance and so does he. But I don't know. It's going to be kind of hard. Thank you to Don't Drink and Root, who says Project Veritas whistleblower. None of your business says, I see everyone talking about the presidential elections with this fraud, but what about the Senate and House votes? Would those also change? Well, I think the House has retained, the House still is, is still under control of the Democrats, but the Senate, I think, is, I think it's the same on both. So we got the Senate and we don't have the House. And we got the Supreme Court, obviously. So that worked in our favor. Teresa Lamb, thank you for your donation. And thank you to Giovanni, who says, no matter what, a special thank you. No matter what, <laughs> a special thank you to Brennan Tatum, Candace Owens, Larry Elder, the Highest Twins, Liberal Hive Mind, Z Education, and many and all others for freeing millions of minorities from the mental plantation. Mad love for all the hard work. Hey, that's, that's part of my calling. I'm here to do it, so I'm glad to do it. Thank you to Byron, who says, hey, ABLMichigan.gov has Trump leading. Uh, L.A. Southern Bill, thank you. They say, what's the calling number? Uh, Super Sport and Polish says, breaking Project Veritas, voter, voter fraud exposed. Thank you to Ace McClain who says, talk about the USPS. I I'm going to do a video. You guys are really on that one. Thank you to Carolyn Stevenson who says, we are all Americans. Let's unite as one nation. Love you, ABL. Keep America great. We'll do. Thank you to Lash Thomason who says, ABL, check Michigan.gov. Hey, that's Michigan got Michigan.gov has results that are different than um, all the other places and they have Trump leading. But the problem is that they have less votes on there. But I'm going to check it up um, in, in a little bit and see if they have anything updated. Matter of fact, let me check it right now just to see if they've updated it since the last time I saw it. I'm surprised their website ain't crashed yet because I feel like everybody's going to it. Okay, general election results. And it was updated. Okay, it's it's updated every 10 minutes, but it was updated last at 8.14. So that's about two hours ago. Well, three hours ago now, pardon me. So I don't know. I'll, I'll check this out tomorrow if they update it in the morning, whenever they get back to work. I'll, I'll check it out then to see if it's changed. Thank you to Sade. Hopefully I you know, pronounced your name right and didn't butcher it for the donation. Thank you to Hugh, who says, I ain't going to say your full name. Thank you to Hugh, who says, can you explain this, please? And that's um, the election page. Thank you to Perpill, who says, why the Michigan website linked to election results showing Trump winning? Uh, Project Veritas. Thank you to Ixa for the Project Veritas. Um, 
It said, check out Project Veritas, Michigan, shenanigans being exposed. Hammerstein says, nice call. If they start attacking the Scotus, then we know what to expect if Latin wins. Ryan Dragon says, it's a shame what's going on right now. Cynthia says, Project Veritas, UPS whistleblower. Purple says, Trump went in Michigan, now updated 10 minutes ago. Hammerstein says, well, well, the news was real when TV was all we had 30 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I was always told, really, don't believe anything that you see on TV. But now people believe whatever they see on TV if it comes from a particular part. And us in here, we don't do that. We know that TV is fake. But a lot of people on the left believe whatever the TV tells them. If it's on their side, if CNN says it, then it's gospel. They've come out and apologized for putting out fake stuff. It doesn't really matter. Whatever they put out, that's the gospel. Thank you to Gabriel for your donation. Thank you or for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Saul Span who says, callers, number one, you aren't calling your friends. Say hello, get to the point. Number two, turn speakers and headphones down. Three, get to the point. <laughs> Hammerstein says, I feel your brother Trump said this is extremely inappropriate, but I don't know. Uh, the Nickerman says, this investigation is wrong. Trump is winning. Thank you to the Monroe Doctrine who says, wish I could be anonymous on here. Check DMs and IG on Twitter. I I'm going to try to get to it. Um, let me see. Christopher Walker, Christopher Waller says, it's crazy that everything Trump was accused of, Biden and the Democrats actually did. Um, I got to refresh that page for the Michigan election. If I go to it, if I, could, if I send a unique request, then it should be auto-refreshed, yes? Oh, there it is. Okay. Now, it's updated, and it has Trump winning. But let me go to Google and see what they got as far as, like, the total number of votes. Okay, in Michigan. Let's check it out right quick since I'm right here. Now, Mich Michigan, on Google, you have 99% reporting. According to them, Joe Biden's up by a little bit. He has 2.7 million 2.76 million compared to Trump's 2.63 million. And on Michigan's website, they have 2.37 million to 2.2 million for Biden with Trump leading. So there's less votes on the Michigan's website. So how are they getting more votes on Google? I don't really know. It's interesting. It's like Google's ahead of Michigan.gov. I don't understand how that makes any sense. And I did refresh it. That's kind of weird. You got to refresh your old page or page you just access. It's whatever. Um, let me see. Thank you to your brand gaming who says phone line not working. Should use the Texas line. Shout out to San Antonio. I think the phone lines are just getting inundated and everybody calling at the same time. We couldn't, they couldn't handle it. Thank you to Richard who says there are thousands of people who logged in to check their vote and it showed as canceled in Arizona. So they are beginning to protest for a reason why their vote was canceled. Ah, I see. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you to Chinese letter name who says, wait till Biden leads and immediately call it. That's what they want to do. Thank you to Dylan Keller who says, Republican wins in the Senate are a big deal. Even with POTUS, Biden, Senate can keep him in check to a large degree. And while I watch Fox News, you can watch Blaze TV. Thank you to Susan D who says, thanks for all you do. Thank you to Nippon who says, please try to get me on next time. UK gone back into lockdown. Thank you to that, man. I definitely appreciate you. Um, would I be in Florida, August? I don't have no idea. Thank you to Miss Savoy, T6, who says, America's gone. Don't do the numbers. It's over. Romans 10.13. Thank you to Top Snap Podcast. If that got that right. Um, let me go back to this. 
Top Snap Podcast. Thank you. He says, Top Snap Podcast supports ABL, voted Trump. Clown Shep 22 says, just join the chat. Did you hear the story from Michigan Post Office whistleblower who said, I did hear that story. Thank you to Michael Robert who says, have you seen DML live stream on Facebook? And what he had to say about what's next? Pretty interesting. Love from Canada. Um, I don't know who DML is. Maybe I'm not catching the, the acronym. So I don't know. All right. Hold on one second here. Let me get to the next one. Shout out to Deborah for your donation and also Ken. Thank you to Dave and his death beanie. Great name who says, imagine if 138,000 votes had appeared out of thin air offered Trump, not one single one for Biden. Could you imagine the media outrage? Oh, yeah. It'd be crazy. This is, this is, um, where, where did this come from? You got a mold on the inside. Is voter fraud? Yeah. That'd definitely be happening. Thank you to Hammerstein who says, go to a red state and contaminate with blue. <laughs> there you go. That's what's happening. If it's the other way around, that then that'd be better. Go to a blue state contaminated with red. Thank you to McLaren who says, love your work, ABL. Keep spreading the truth. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you to Louis Green who says, thank you for putting in the hours, ABL. Pray for our country. Thank you to Jakey Baby 14 who says, more love from Ireland. Thanks for your work, ABL. Thank you to Capital J who says, do you have any faith in Bar Durham? And do you think this would be a good time to bring indictments, attack Democrats from two directions at once? I have some faith in them. Yes, I like Barr. Um, but we'll see how this whole thing plays out, man. Maybe we need to go to the um, court route. Maybe we don't. I can't really call it. You know, it's hard to tell. Thank you to James Ray, who says, did you see the Michigan total rally with registered voters? It's 110,000. Lily says, second Project Veritas video just released. Inspector General reached out to James O'Keefe in response to the first video. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you to Trigrounds Productions, who said, thank you, ABL. Thank you to Ryan K. Miles, who says, Democrats burned down our city. They will still vote for us. Republicans facepalm. <laughs> exactly. Thank you to Sweet T, who says, for the channel, my friend, I want to thank you because I was feeling so depressed. I feel better now. I'm just listening to you than stupid news. Well, I, I thank you for your very kind words. I'm glad I'm able to help. Thank you to Apu Bakar, All Puff Daddy, who says, hey, ABO, how are you feeling after last night's seven-hour marathon election coverage? Thank you for being with us last night and Georgia commentary. Uh, I was tired, <laughs> to say the least. I was definitely tired. But I feel great that I was able to just, you know, be there. Thank you to Leo Mazina, who says, thank you, with the emoji bowing. Thank you to Gabriel, who says, don't tread on me. Uh, James Ray says, can you please explain how total vote works to register voters in Michigan are 110? I don't know. Thank you to she is who says ABL check Arizona is going to flip Trump via insider. I believe it. I was looking at the numbers come from Maricopa County. I believe it. Thank you to Tony 3892 who says when Biden wins, they call it out. When Trump wins, they say it's too early to call. How is this a fair election? Not fair at all. We know that. Thank you to Fernanda G, who says Trump is leading in Michigan. Check on the state's website. Thank you to Daisha Gray, who says I'm late, but it's true. Wisconsin has more votes than registered people. People registered to vote. Uh, I, that's what I heard. There are more people that voted than those that are actually registered to vote in Wisconsin. And the turnout is super high, like 89 percent or something crazy. I like it's a bunch of numbers. Don't make any sense. Thank you to Steve Quico, who says God bless America. And thank you to Michael Handy, who says AB, I love your work. Arizona had an issue with making reps, um, Republicans, voter use Sharpies with doesn't count the vote in the machine. And Democrats were issued pens, which counts the vote. 
see, that's going to be an issue we're going to really de dive deep into. And you're going to have some problems in Arizona. And I think we can get Arizona, especially with that going on. I think at the end, we're going to be in court. And this may not be decided for a little while. You know, I, I think it'll be decided before the inauguration. But it'll be a while. We'll see. Thank you to Good Bad who says percentage Trump still pulls us off. I'm 50-50 right now. I'm honest. Somebody said, oh, don't say that. You're giving false hope. I'm serious. 50-50. That's pretty much where I am. I don't really know which way it's going to go. But I got confidence we can't win. Matter of fact, I say 60-40 Trump. <laughs> but it's so much against Trump. It's, it's always like some kind of insurmountable obstacle you got to just overcome. Always. You know, first it was... Um, what was that? Stormy Daniels and all that kind of stuff at the very beginning before he became the president. Then it was, um, what? Russia, 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 Russia hoax. Three years, impeachment, nothing. Then Ukraine. Well, after, after Russia, then it was the impeachment with Ukraine. Then nothing. So they, they keep having these things to just get in the way of Trump. And the, the reason why they do that is because he's not even part of their system, left or right. He's just an independent. He's a guy that just came in like a bull in China shop, just tearing stuff down. He's tearing down the establishment. They don't like that. So they got to try to control him. Guys like Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan put out a video halfway attacking Trump like during the election in 2016. It's like, what? Speaker of the House Paul Ryan on the, on the Republican Party, you want to attack Trump right now? Why? It's a lot of guys like that all over the government. So you got these you know, normie morons out there talking about F Trump, A cab. Meanwhile, they'd be the first one to get beat in their head when Judge Dredd come out, when the Democrats come in office. But different story. People that are talking about F Trump are being used by the the, the deep state, by the government has already been there for a long time. These longtime government officials, the corrupt politicians, they're being used by them to accomplish their goal. Okay. With Trump out the way, they keep on doing what they were doing, engaging in the corruption and the malfeasance and stuff like that. So that's pretty much all I got for tonight. Thank y'all for being here live. A lot of y'all were in here. I appreciate y'all for being here the whole time and, you know, enjoying the show. I'll be back live again on Saturday, you know, doing my normal call-in show. I'll talk for the first hour, call-in for two hours. That's my show normally, all the time. Uh, my stream that I did last night, that's like once in a lifetime. Um, or that, well, I won't say that. That was my best stream ever. 45,000 concurrent, special moment. Um, I thank y'all if you were there. I appreciate you for being there. It meant a lot to me. We witnessed history one way or the other, whether it's positive for us or negative for us. And I think we'll see the conclusion coming up here soon. When will the conclusion be? I have no idea. Don't get me to lying. But we're going to see some things happen. We're going to see voter fraud. We're going to see... Um, witness intimidation as far as whistleblowing. We're going to see all types of stuff happen over the next few days and weeks. So just buckle up, get ready for it. All right. So I'm sorry if you just got here. Not my fault. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back again live, of course, Saturday. And if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that right now. Shout out to the mods. You guys know who you are. Um, that's all I got for tonight. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.